Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots, Toyota. We should go places. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original podcast. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. So can you just tell how excited Tamara is just for this game? Like, <laughs> this I really wish I could go, but no. Well, get oh. in your car, start driving. <laughs> Absolutely not. Tickets will be cheap. <laughs> My max for road trips is like two hours. Uh, Small bladder or something? <laughs> <laughs> we have a responsibility. We, we don't have a lot to argue okay. about right. this year, and so I'm, let's and, argue. And, and, it's not, and I'm not necessarily <laughs> arguing with you about it. I was under the gun. I only had 26 minutes, but I did, I did get Fred to yell at me, so I'm, I'm glad. You know, sometimes we, we see the kickers. And they'll be kicking. <laughs> They're out there kicking. You know, as, a po- as opposed to kicking oil the ball. painting. Pretty good job by me on that read, I think. No, not uh, great. A couple, couple bobbles in the couple middle. flexible financing on my mattresses. <laughs> little pitchy dog. Not going to lie. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Tuesday here at Gillette Stadium. And kind of a weird week because we didn't play over the weekend, but we played on Thursday. Big win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. People thought we were going to get trounced. Ha! Mitch Trubisky, take that. Yeah. We'll show them. Show them who's still the best coach in the NFL. The zapping. Right. But, uh. Of course, both of those guys could be out of a job after oh. the year, but that's a oh. different story. No, right. but it, it was a good win. Uh, nothing, you know, to take away from the Patriots there. Uh, tale of two halves, but they built up enough of a lead in that first half to, to come away with the win. And yeah. you can just see from the players what a relief it was to, you know, to get one. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, of course, Bailey Zappi is one of the storylines coming out of that. And although Bill hasn't announced it, we're pretty sure that he's going to be starting this week against the Chiefs. Uh, then we had the Army-Navy game here at Gillette Stadium, which was a home run in every respect. Uh, just an awesome event to be held here. Um, and now we're getting ready for the Chiefs, right? Wow. Yeah. An angry Chiefs team that was, I mean, I can't believe the refs didn't give them a warning. I mean, get back. What are you, what are you doing? I mean, come on, refs. It's ridiculous. This is the worst I've ever seen. If, if that team in their locker room doesn't have a big poster, never ever line up offside offensive defense, <laughs> then, then they're negligent. Right. I mean, after after D Ford, like why would that ever uh, happen to that team again? Like, but yet it did. Visual cues. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let Paul jump in, but I mean, Tony was just so far off. And then there was like videos where, no, no, he did look and check with the refs. Like no. he, he like just glanced over. Like yeah. usually you see the guy point and he like nod. He, he didn't, didn't do, check with the refs. He didn't do that. He kind of glanced and, at and the sideline. And why is it the referees you know, job to like make sure you're lined up right. on. Well, I know they do that, but I mean, like it's that's all not the their line. job. This is like playoffs are on the line, seating. I mean, this is these are huge moments between good teams and like sorry, we're not going to hold your hand and, and remind you. Oh, you got to get well, back. A little I, bit. In the same game, it was earlier in the game. Obviously, there was a kerfuffle on the sideline. <laughs> oh, there was a kerfuffle and, and, with Chris uh, Jones. The Chris well, Jones one? one of the players had his helmet like halfway up, and the referee came and put it down. Oh. Like put your helmet down. Like, like again. That. Nice that the ref does that, but that's not their job. You mm-hmm. know, if the guy wants to take his helmet off, he's going to get penalized. But, you know, the ref did him a solid, I thought, by putting his Coddling helmet back him. down. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But I don't know. 
Oh, that wow. team has bigger issues than. I think they Brett. were more embarrassed yes. than anything else. Yes. Right. Yeah. And they wanted that play to count. They all wanted, you know, Travis Kelsey to have this great, you know, touchdown throw back to back to Tony. I think that was a big part of it too. They thought, oh my gosh, the Chiefs have won another magical game, but. I don't know. It just seemed over the top to me with, with Mahomes, who, you know, I, I mean, I still think he's the best quarterback in the league. And But like you guys said, I think it's really – this is these are bigger issues. And he's frustrated. Three out of four, they've yeah. lost. I mean, and, and, I, and I think a lot of that frustration comes from his patience through, through this season with his wide receivers dropping passes. I think more of that frustration was on them than on the refs. Yeah. yeah. And, and another one of my dumb receivers now <laughs> lost us the game. Yeah. yeah. You know? There's so much uh, – of their offense that is like parallel to some of the down years for the Patriots with Brady where yeah. their receivers and, and Mahomes just aren't on the same page in a lot of instances where he's expecting them to run the route one way they kind of run it a different way and they're just missing these plays as a, as a result you know against the Packers he has Marquez Valdez Scantling streaking down the field and MVS kind of bends it in he expected him to kind of level it off and it's just that little bit of difference and those are always the little things with Brady that I just remember him phasing guys out or just being frustrated by the fact that it wasn't you know that we're we're not talented enough necessarily it's just these little details that when you're a championship team are mostly buttoned up and for the Chiefs right now offensively it's it's not buttoned up and, and I, I think for Mahomes that's got to be infuriating and it's weird to see a, a team they used to be an example of and they still are they can be an example of a team that can have self-inflicted wounds but recover from them and bounce back and, and still score at the end of the game um, but it's tough when you're playing a team that can also do that like the Bills like they can have self-inflicted wounds but they can also come well, back well, at the end of the game at, and win. at the end of it sometimes the clock has something to do with yep. it and this mm -hmm particular self-inflicted wound came too late mm -hmm. you couldn't make up for but think about it i mean we all watch that game i'm assuming yep yeah. the announcer first team to 20 wins <laughs> uh, the bills in the chiefs yeah. first yeah. team to 20 wins but wait a minute what he said that with 10 minutes left in the game <laughs> with 17 17 no he said that he had he, said, he said it earlier it very I, I didn't hear him say it earlier no, i watched the whole game no but he said i i didn't hear it either but he it was a said, romoism we, we said earlier <laughs> 20 first team to 20 wins and here we go you know he said so so he knew that there was going to be a penalty no he said so the, he, so he the, knew it so was going to be a low scoring game well i know he said it i he said that in the fourth quarter of a 17-17 game. Well, but I, he claims he said it earlier. I, I think he still should have been wrong because it should have been the second team to 20 that would have had the lead with right. a minute, minute eight left. Anyway, um, but th that was that's weird, you know, those two teams. Can, we, can we normalize the laterals, though? Uh, the Chargers ran one a few weeks ago that worked on third down, and they threw it out, I think it was – Keenan Allen threw it out to yeah. Eckler or something like that, and this one worked. Yeah. It just was he was off. But like still ill advised, right? Because you're in field goal <laughs> position. At the least, you're going to tie the game, and now you're you're jeopardizing. I it. don't know. I feel like that's an underutilized play because nobody ever covers Kadarius Tony in that situation. Like that, well, that I, never. I, I, was I, that, heard, was I heard that a design play though. No, was that, no. That was just, I, I thought heard it was the only reason he was no open way. is because yeah. he was dogging it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He's like, oh man, Tony. I heard Tony was hitting defenders on the way down i did never saw the I, play, I guess like, with him i'm sure it. somebody asked that I, I thought it was designed because the chiefs do stuff like that yeah so yeah, I, 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 that I thought, was so far after he caught the ball and he had run so like i, I maybe it wasn't design design but yeah. that's within their purview it, like, like and if, if he happens it, to be open just, yeah just just yeah. throw it yeah. anyway so that's that game it was fascinating yeah, i will yeah. say that and it yeah. was another like I, I just think another great game with you know like 
the, the good teams. Like, like I see some people because of what you just mentioned, Fred. It's twenty to seventeen. It was a great game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good game. I mean, Kansas City's defense has played at a level much higher than they've played at in the last several years. And I agree with what Evan said. This is all self-inflicted by the Chiefs themselves. Mm-hmm. This is all their ownership and their general manager. Yeah. You chose to do this. You chose to say, just like we used to cr- uh, critique the Patriots at times, you're putting too much on break. You're taking too much for granted mm-hmm. that the quarterback will always fix it, and you can't have 33 drops and just expect to be, you know, 13 and two. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You're eight and five, or whatever. You know, whatever the you know the, the amount of games. Forget math. You know me. I'm not good with their numbers. their margin of error is much thinner this year than it has been in the past. Yeah, yeah. where they they don't have. You were talking about it on uh, our little preview. It's Travis Kelsey and it's Mahomes magic. And other than that, their offense really doesn't have very much else. I'm watching a game last night um, with Tennessee and Miami, another terrific game, an improbable comeback. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is uncoverable. Kansas City, to me, is a Super Bowl caliber team. Yeah. That easily could have signed DeAndre Hopkins. Yep. You're telling me he can still play? Right. So. This is all your own fault. This yep. is not because Mahomes is having a bad year. I think he's playing at a level higher than I've ever seen him play. I agree. Yeah. And, the, you know, considering what he's had to do, I think it's just like some of those Brady years. I think Evan's dead on. I think it's like a 2013 Brady year or right. something like that. Even, like, taking the flyer oh, on six. the former first-round pick, Tony, and, like, you know, trying to be like, hey, man, he's got talent. Anything. Like, we got to get on. Yeah. But when you, when you have that many – and then – the frustration, too, with the officials. And listen, I don't think anybody would argue that the guy wasn't offside, right? He was offside. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's a culmination of them really getting the short end of the stick with the officials week after week after week. I mean, yeah. the Green Straw Bay game was a back. pathetic display of officiating. Yeah. yeah. And that comes, you know, and this, that's why I thought it was unbelievable that he blew his, t- his cork. Because if you weren't going to do it after that Green Bay play, where they just tackled Valdez Scantling on a yeah. potential big play, and he took the high road. And then this week he lost no his ever loving no, mind. He, he had had enough. <laughs> he had it was enough. like so out of character. But that yeah. was but bad officiating. The worst call of the the weekend was Army Navy. Oh my God! <laughs> if that if Did that you ball watch that, I, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> no, you I watched some offended. of it. I watched the end of the game, yeah. and I mean they had the chance to review it. <laughs> and the angle was clear, and they still didn't overturn it. They had it. one particular shot that showed it actually hit his like his his shin, like his ankle, yeah. like it wasn't even his foot. Like sometimes the foot's on the ground, is it hitting the ground? Is it hitting the foot? It hit like up on his ankle, and I was like, oh well, there's no way they can't can't overturn it now. And I've I'm never like, seen anything like it with the Army sideline because initially they were like celebrating. They were celebrating like, when they showed it, it like, on the they, board. They, they yeah. were, they were, and then it was like what? It was clear. Yeah. It was clear. I, and I'm sorry. I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> so it's 10 nothing Army. Army's completely dominating the game. It's the fourth quarter, well, right? No one's thrown a pass yet. Yeah. I think yeah, it was the fourth soon. quarter. <laughs> Navy can't move the ball at all. Because they haven't thrown a pass yet. <laughs> Ar- Army punts, and down inside their 10 or around their 10, you know, the, to your point, <laughs> a kid that lacked the athleticism to be returning punts has the ball hit off his foot ankle and army recovers and they say that it didn't hit him so they go to replay we'll get we'll, we'll 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 get it in post we'll catch it in a replay they show the replay as clear as day it hits the guy and it changes the direction on, the ruling on the field is confirmed the guy who got the the returner for navy 
as soon as the ball hit his foot, chased it, sprinted to yeah. the ball to that's try to get know. it. That's how you. That's know. how you know. Yeah. Like even if it's like you're looking. That's why I always thought Edelman in, in yeah, Kansas City. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 And, yeah. I'm, and I'm sorry. I I I think there's something going on with the play like that. It's ten nothing. This is their signature game. The game's going to be over if Army recovers this fumble. It's going to be seventeen nothing. That's game. You know what? Yeah. We can make an argument here that we didn't see it. We, I I, I, I absolutely think there was something. We got to keep people watching until they <laughs> yeah. sing at the end. Yeah. yeah. Especially because when it's seventeen to nothing, we're just going to run QB draw. <laughs> right. So we might as well just well, keep this close. I love and, and Army's quarterback would have really been. Oh yeah. I mean, oh, Army's quarterback tough. was 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 he bigger was. than Earl Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> His thighs it. were like. I mean, I don't. I don't want to steal your joke, but your thing about uh, suddenly Navy's going or one of those teams is going to hire somebody with like who runs a spread offense and they're just going to dominate the game forever because. Yeah. Like with Navy, like I mean, the, the punt I don't thing understand aside, why it doesn't happen. No, the punt thing aside, like I just all of a sudden they they were down. They started throwing it. They're making downfield plays. They're going up, 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 right down the field. It was like, well, then it turned into an unbelievable game. But I, I I think that that to your point, Mike, um, Army sideline was so deflated. All of a yeah, sudden, Navy goes right down the plays. field and they get a field goal. Yeah. Now it's game yeah. on. There were some yeah. great pass defenses though by Navy. I mean, there was one guy close to the end that I mean, it looked like oh man, they got a touchdown. He number came out eighty-seven for Army away. couldn't play wide yeah. receiver at Bishop Fenwick <laughs> High School. That's how many passes he dropped, or plays yeah. that he didn't make that he should have. Yeah, yeah I, I turned it on in the in the fourth quarter to watch the end, and they had like ninety combined passing yards. Yeah. In the game, no, Army had fifty-four passing yards in the first yeah. half. That was it. They yeah. couldn't. They didn't get any more. Yeah. Navy had none in the first half. And I, I just, I was like, well, I, I will. I just hate say, to say, I told you, so. no, the atmosphere was great. Though. Yeah, no, I, 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 let's, and let's like, like, because it was my first time ever going to one of those games and covering it, and uh, I, it was, it was really cool. I mean, it was just people were in the stadium like nine, ten a.m. The game doesn't start till three. There was just so much to see. I mean, the flyovers, the guys parachuting in, um, just the energy. It's so rare to see basically half the lower bowl filled with. The cadets and the midshipmen, and then awesome. all just bop, 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 yeah. bop, dancing. And um, I've never seen the stadium like that. And I've seen the stadium yeah. like losing control. By I've the seen way, the stadium out was, of control. You know, nothing no, like that. Uh, the by Lambo the, leap by Gronk <laughs> into the cadets. Right. Everything. Uh, and and Army had uh, they had like this little tank that was parked down there. And, you know, not a real tank, of course. But had a no, T-shirt sure. launcher. Right. They oh, had a T-shirt launcher yeah. I've been looking for my whole life. There's out of the tank, and there's did you boom, steal it? Shooting out. Of, well, it looked it looked like I mean there were like a lot of tubes. Might it's be like tough to get tubes. You need <laughs> a license, government, <laughs> government clearance for that I kind think of stuff. Because so, yeah. I was like, man, that's got to be hooked up to like a, an air tank of but some Freddy, sort. But they were um, launching them. I, I just thought we provided a great stage yeah. for it, mm-hmm. and uh, just has there been any time? Do you know if we're gonna like try to do that again? Oh, they're gonna try to get it again. Yeah, I just thought. You know, not to be cheesy, but I thought it was a, a really good weekend for the organization. Yeah. yeah. And, I uh, mean, even, like, looking at the tunnel and stuff being, like, repainted, all the Army stuff put yeah. up, like, yeah. on their locker room, you know, replacing all the Patriot stuff. It was just really cool to see the stadium, like, flip yeah. for the game. It was kind of overwhelming. Like, there was just so much going on, and I, I was glad that I, um, I tuned into college game day, and they did, like, you know, preview of it and stuff. So it just – you know, talking about the history, and then they just go into, like, the uniforms, like, all the detail mm-hmm. that goes into the uniforms and what they represent and what units they're trying to honor with. I mean, there's How just about, so like, the, many the details. Name, the nameplates for yeah. the Army players that were on the front, like, you know, like their uniform. Yeah. That was that was cool. Yeah. Good stuff. That was, yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> so there's a lot to keep track of. Look at Evan's face. Yeah. Evan watched literally 30 seconds. <laughs> so I, I, I'm even worse than Evan. I watched the whole game, and on the strip sack, Return for a touchdown, yeah. made it 17-3 to three with, I don't know, what, four minutes left? Something like that. It was yeah. late. Yeah, right? no, I thought it was, so that was it. We, M- Beth and I had plans to go out. We were meeting another another couple out to dinner anyway. And so as soon Very as that play popular. happened, I was like, yeah, well, 
that's game anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> so we go and I get. So by the time we had gotten there, Will had texted me. It's like they just let Navy go right down the field and score. So now it's on at the in the TV at the place that we had gone. Um, so I ended up watching the rest of it, but like <laughs> I watched the whole game and I missed that like pulsating ending. It was you know, crazy. You know, it's, I know. it's it was. Un- I I just can't believe Navy couldn't move the ball all day. And then they moved well, it at will because there's this thing to. called the forward pass, <laughs> and and they they figured out that that is legal in football, which I know is, is well, surprising for some the, people. Had they not, they were trying to pass before that and couldn't do <laughs> it. Had review done their job, the game would yeah, have been over. Right, oh right. no, no doubt. The yeah. weird thing to me was just that the, the Navy started this one quarterback and did. I mean, they couldn't do anything, anything. And then they put this other kid in. I don't know after the first quarter, and then that kid yeah. like he was better, was big, could run a little bit, and then he obviously he was he was definitely a better passer yeah. too. Yeah. All right, what else? Um, do we, you know, the Patriots game going back hey, to Thursday. Hey, Patriots about, exist. Right. Well, yeah. how about just a quick shout out to all the three win teams that won this weekend and gave the Patriots Crazy, a little huh? breathing room. Yeah. But or just like the backup quarterback in general. Yeah, eight upsets, I think, won. something like that this weekend. The Giants won. Tommy DeVito. The Titans. Uh, Giants. Giants are in playoff contention. The Giants. <laughs> Giants ain't in this conversation. Uh, well, the Titans. Five and eight. I gotta the look. Titans, Giants, Bears, and Jets. In that, okay. crap, in that crappy conference, the Giants are in yeah. playoff contention. Yeah, so that, that was, those that were was, all four-win teams that became five-win teams. Okay. So now the Patriots have a two-game lead on everybody besides the Commanders, who are four and nine. Okay, but they beat and us. we got we got the tiebreaker. They on beat them. us, so of course the tiebreaker now means that we're so lower. I have to look this up again because I only cl- quick, but I don't think that head to head is the. I don't think it is either. Is the tiebreaker? Oh, really? I think when, it's when strength, you're going down. Yeah, I think it's strength down, of schedule. It's strength of schedule. So the fact that the Commanders beat the Patriots actually is not. Oh, that's weird. Who's who's the OC over in the Giants? Because whoever it is is doing a good job. Mike Kafka. Uh, it's all Tony. Yes, it's all Tony. That's a guy. I can't. That's a guy I was interested in. Oh yeah, for a head coach. Okay, he was one of my Ben Johnson types. Okay, Remember I told you I talked to uh, Mob about her. I yeah. mean, you, you get the cutlets to play like that, and you're you're, yeah. you're on the radar. Did you watch the game last night? In all seriousness, yeah, a little bit of it. Yeah, he played pretty well last night. He did. He, he made a really un- good. He throw was under the attack move. the whole game. He made a really good throw. The touchdown throw on the move was was yeah. a, was a dime, and then uh, the throw to Wondell Robinson on the game winning on the game winning drive. Yeah, good really throw. I good throw. just cannot believe. That his agent actually looks like that. Like it's just. Oh, the North it, it was. It's, I thought it's it was perfect. a joke at some point. Of course it was. It, it was totally a joke. Oh, it was. Yes. Oh, okay. Lean into it. He's smart. He knows. He knows marketing. Okay. Come on. All right. <laughs> I I was blown. I was like, "There's no way that's what his agent." Did you see like. the thing that they uh, Giants social media did with Devito and like? Oh, talking Italian. He's a social media food influencer from New Jersey, and they're talking about. Well, that was stuff. really well done. Yeah. It yeah. was really the well cutlets. done. Yeah, I just like how, you know, evidently you can just openly just make fun of Italian <laughs> people now. And now we're not even trying to hide it. We're just Why is that making fun, fun of, of people? Yeah, he is Italian. Uh, he, he looks like a guy who could get your stuff. That that's what oh. they, that's what they're tweeting oh. out. Oh, oh. He, he knows where the gabagoo is. Oh. Like, oh, gosh. Oh, I, I think you should file a complaint, Paul. Yeah, if, if, if I was really offended, maybe. <laughs> um, so, but let's talk about our quarterback. Yeah, let's do it. Bailey Zappi. What do we think? Nice first quarter and a third. Yeah. Twenty-three minutes. Yeah, yeah. twenty-three minutes. Twenty-three I, minutes. I would say, considering what he had available, I was pretty shocked with the outcome, just because obviously no Devonte Parker, Kayshawn Booty, Demario Douglas, like just Ramondre Stevenson, just not having those. I wasn't. I don't know. I guess I wasn't going in there expecting much. I was really expecting like a ten-six game. Definitely wasn't expecting three touchdowns like yeah. that. The way it felt to me is. 
the Patriots took advantage of the Steelers kind of sleepwalking through the first mm -hmm. half. Yeah. And I think that they made adjustments second half, and I think the Patriots knew mm -hmm. they were making and catching on to what was going on, and I think they became conservative because they didn't want to take any chances. Yeah. You know, in the second half. I That was just mm -hmm. my, like, overall impression of the game. I was just shocked at how bad Trubisky was. Like, I mean, I know he's bad, but I didn't think he was that bad. I mean, he just did that. Was he couldn't do anything yet that in that game, but yeah, it's uh turnovers. Know, like a glimpse from Zappy, I think is what what you take from it and you know, it's it's nothing really. 2 weeks ago against the Chargers, you you put together I mean, about a half, we'll give him a half of football. You know, can he build? Can he can he yeah. can he do something against this and, Chiefs and, defense? And I think when he was, you know, throwing it around in the first half, he you know, and people said, I'm not the first person to say this, but he did it with confidence. Mm -hmm. Like he was stepping into yep. the ball and throwing with purpose. And, you know, there was no hesitation. And I'd rather have a guy fail doing that than, you know, yeah. you know, play, uh, playing scared or playing conservative. I agree. Yeah. Like if you're, if you're worried about the pass rush before the ball is even snapped, like I don't want you out there. And so yeah. I'd rather have Bailey Zappi out there confident. I mean, he might not, you know, look that much better than Mac in terms of like production, but as long as he's doing it confidently and not freaking out yeah, before he gets the ball. Yeah, watching Mac great. so much, it was just seeing the ball come out on time, step into throws, you know, knowing where he's going with it and just, and firing it. I just, those are the things that gotten away from Mac for whatever reason. And that, you know, to me, it wasn't consistent but there were enough of a sample size there where it said, geez, he looks like there's a little pocket there. He's got a feel for it. He's stepping into these things. It was, even, that even was the ball early to Juju. It wasn't a great throw. No. It was uh -huh. underthrown. But yeah. I think Mac would have not thrown that. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. he would have like, oh, I can't throw that. Yeah. You no, know? there's no dropping his eyes. He's keeping his eyes down. Was, I mean, those elements are promising. It wasn't productive in the second half. So, I mean, you don't you can't, you know, walk around saying, oh, do we have our starter for 2024 here? Like, I mean, I think people are going a little bit overboard with, with some of the reaction. And I mean, you I think? get it. You, you want, you know, you want to feel good about something right now. And so it's like you get this little bone, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, you're 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 got a little bit yeah, of excitement. It was fun. Going, but uh, also, yeah. what's it going to take to finally see Malik Cunningham? You know, second game in a row that he's <laughs> elevated to the roster, and then we don't see him. I don't know. I, I don't think Malik Cunningham is good. I, I I think that they they've made that very clear. The first 23 minutes for Zappy were the best quarterback play they've had all year. Like mm -hmm. decisive, confident, yep. Yep. making throws down the field, uh, making throws against the blitz, which I thought was a, a big part of. The Steelers came into this game and they thought the Patriots have no receivers. Even the receivers they have are not available. So we're going to blitz Zappy. We're going to heat him up. We're going to make the receivers beat them, beat us down the field. And and they did. You know, and I think that kind of took the Steelers a little bit by surprise. And, and in the second half, they stopped blitzing and they put some more guys in coverage and uh, they were able to to make it a little bit harder. But I, I thought that in general, the the play calling changed for the Patriots. The Patriots parked the bus in the second mm -hmm. half. They held on for dear life. And I was a little disappointed by that watching it back. I was like, all right. So for the first 23 minutes, you have a nearly 70% pass rate. Whoa. Zappy's throwing the ball all over the field. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Breaking news? Breaking news. Should we play oh. the, uh, the, oh, the, the we, don't have, we don't have any breaking news. Samara, music. prepare yourself. The Baltimore Ravens have signed from the Patriots no practice way. squad Malik. Cunningham. Oh, no way. Wow. Huh. Makes sense for them. Also, just funny that that <laughs> happened that as, so, as soon as I said that. Oh, man. Wow. It's, um, it's crazy. It's a lot of people. It's of comforting for I me. Think it, I think that, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. I mean, in terms of if you need a, a backup quarterback, he's someone who you can put in and not necessarily have to change the entire offense dramatically. Um, but it's sad to see him go. Did they have some kind of injury or something? Uh, 
He is. This guy uh, plays defensive tackle and strong safety. I didn't realize about? this. The, on well, NFL Network, there's a safety, Josh uh, Metellus, for Minnesota. Back, people don't see that. My and guess is that he doesn't really play defensive no, tackle, right? Like, he's lining up over the center yeah. in their pass rushing right. front. So, but right. whatever. Never yeah. mind. So, yeah, so, that's well, in, that is interesting. So, so now uh, Mac Jones is back to backup. <laughs> Maybe. How do you know he wasn't the backup? Yeah, I think he was the backup Just anyways. out of curiosity. <laughs> well, he wasn't uh, in, on Thursday night. How do you know that? Because I, I, the two of them came out. It was Bailey no, and Malik order. Cunningham yeah. when they came out of the tunnel. Yeah, and Mac Jones was talking to Bill yeah. O'Brien yeah. while that was going on. So I'm, I'm just glad that we can We had the we highlights. We had the, 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 the pictures. The Malik Cunningham ridiculousness. Like, clearly if this guy was in bra- behind closed doors just making plays all over the field, it, when you're 3-10, and 10, you would put him in the game. And every week yeah. it's – Oh, they gotta play Malik. They gotta play Malik. Well, he's a Raven now. So. Oh wow! Sorry. Oh. The anger, the vitriol. Oh, um, yeah, I, I, agree, I agree with Fred though. It makes sense for the Ravens. You have a, that's the offense that you mm-hmm. run in. Yeah, something happens to sense. Lamar. He's literally dollar store Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they both played at yeah. Louisville <laughs> and like everything. Speaking of uh, anger, a lot of people were on the Steelers fans for the incessant booing in the first half. That was a little much. I who, think who was um, on them? Just like all radio people, and I, I was listening to the broadcast in my ear. Why would you not be booing? So first of well, all, I, I, so it's okay Paul, for c- the Patriots fans to boo oh. Mac Jones right. all day long, but it's not okay for I, them to do that. I think they were pissed that they were losing to the Patriots. That's well, I mean, what I think I they, mean, were they were mad. It's one thing to lose; it's another thing to, as you said, to not show up for the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they they like, were they were they were pissed off. They um, had a guy played in that game and i'm not lying it's the worst performance i've seen from an nfl player all year that michael walker kid who on the same play to the flat six times was allowing himself to get caught up in the wash and not be able to tackle ezekiel elliott because he was nowhere near him like they were not in that game but i don't blame them for who who was arguing that they shouldn't be booing? Oh, an did, NFL game. Uh, what I, is this? A high school game? I, I saw it on Twitter during the broadcast. You were saying, "Wow, listen to these fans. They're tough." Oh, okay. Yeah. So they weren't complaining that they were booing. They were just commenting she's, on the booing. Malik's yeah. already got a statement to ESPN. I mean, he's, Whoa. he's getting, I want to thank did he, Mr. Why didn't Kraft he put it out through Tamara? <laughs> and Coach you should be issuing that <laughs> statement on, <laughs> his, yeah, on his behalf. <laughs> he just thanks everybody, okay. and uh, he's excited to be a Baltimore Raven. So. Wow. I'm excited to be the third-string quarterback of the Ravens instead of the Patriots. <laughs> hey, he's on the active roster. A little bump in pay, I'm sure. and uh, Makes a lot of sense. Good for Malik. So pretty much he has to be on their active roster for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. three weeks. Three I three believe weeks. three weeks, yeah, right? Yeah, there's only Ooh. four weeks left. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So maybe he uh, – I don't know. How do you guys feel um, after you know, Kansas City lost, Miami lost? Uh, you know, what, how are you feeling about the AFC right now? You feel like Ravens, Ravens have got a good I, chance? I, I yeah. think – so. I have a very strange probably way of looking at it. I think the AFC is so much better than the NFC, mm-hmm. even though the three best teams, quote-unquote, record-wise, are in the NFC. I think the NFC is so bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. San Francisco? No, but I no, mean after that. That's one of the great yeah, teams. Yeah. Like yeah. San, San Francisco and Dallas and Philadelphia right. are obviously very good teams. I think San Francisco is the best team in football. Yep, mm-hmm. me too. I don't think the same of Dallas and Philadelphia. San Francisco, to me, is the best team in football. Like, you're talking about the 11th team in the AFC, Buffalo, Oof. dominated Philadelphia. Right. You know, Miami had every opportunity to win a game in Philadelphia, if not for an 11 nothing differential in penalties. Like, these are, like... Buffalo is seven and six in the AFC. It's a war. Yeah. The AFC is an absolute war zone. I think you guys are absolutely right. I think it's wide open. I think 
you could say that they're not that good because no one's emerged, and that that could be right. I don't know. I think it's they're all so good they just kick the crap out of each other. I also think that's pretty shocking to have it be a war zone when so many AFC quarterbacks are out. That's, that's part, that's yeah. and that's also part. part of the reason why yeah. I feel the way I feel. Like Cincinnati's roster is so good, mm-hmm. they're just throwing screen passes for this kid. And he, yeah. you know, like this, I don't know if you guys watched any oh, of Red so Zone this Brock week. Purdy. <laughs> No, he's not throwing he's darts. Not he's not throwing darts in stride downfield <laughs> uh, to, to Brandon Ayuk. I, um, I quit. Oh God. I'm done. No, me too. He, but he had uh, over 130 yards on three screen passes the other day, um, Jake Jake Browning. Now, I watched the Jacksonville game. That's not the same game plan they had in the Jacksonville game. He was throwing normal passes in that game. But the other day, it was just like they were killing the Colts with, uh, oh, you know, over aggressiveness and getting, yeah. you know, they also had a blatant block on the back on a 55 yard screen pass touchdown that they let go. That's where I would be really upset with the officiating, like for these teams. Like, obviously, we see a guy lined up offside, but the, just the lack of consistency on when they are throwing flags in general. Yeah. On, well, it goes on, from like there was crew two, to two crew. blocks, two blocks in the back on Baltimore's punt return for a touchdown in overtime. Um, and they weren't hard to see. Like you're just watching the film, and I mean the the replay of not the film, the replay say, of the Paul, game. That's not you. I don't do that. Well, <laughs> did you watch um, Cowboys no. and Eagles? I mean, I how see, many how I many flags see. did they throw on Dallas in that game even, and just pick them up? Even the announcer had to say, "Well, you know, the refs are clearly setting the tone here with all these penalties." Right, and and I I'll, I have a theory on that too. Those two major games that Philadelphia got every single call when they beat Miami and Buffalo. I think that was a little payback for the Eagles. I, mm. I'm telling you, there's something going on with officiating that's this year that's not just normal bad officiating. It's not good, whatever it is. It's not good. Well, I mean, do you think with Patrick Mahomes losing his mind, is that going to – I mean, oh, I, I yeah. guess we're waiting to no, see. No, but he was, he was wrong, though. I no, mean, I know. It was so clear. I know. It wasn't a ticky-tack right. call. Well, hit, like, in, you know, the other thing that it, it was a ticky-tack call, but you have to call it. Why is it ticky-tack? Because it didn't have anything to do with the play. I know, but there's but you a rule have to that you can't it. line up in yeah. there. And, and that's, why they, and that's it, why they called it, Fred. I'll repeat it. I think they had to call it. But it was so clear. But it's ticky-tack. No, but like if it was a toe, I'd say that's ticky-tack. No. The guy's body was in the neutral zone. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, but I also, like last night, I forget which game it was because I was flipping back and forth between the two. But they called an illegal formation because, like, the tight end didn't come, like, fully set. And then he he set in yeah, time. I but, saw that. And play. I was like, these are the types of things that – the Maybe a hundred years ago, when you're running the you know Army Navy wishbone, like this mattered, but like it doesn't matter anymore. Like, why are we throwing flags and like you know costing it, games and things like that on things that just don't have a bearing How on the game? Well, that's, like, that, that, and that's my point. Like, it didn't have anything to do with the play itself. Like, it's not like he was running toward the line of scrimmage and therefore got a step on the defensive back. Yeah, I have to call that. That's what I think Patrick Mahomes' argument was. Not right. that he now I think they have to call it because, yeah. and I thought someone on I think it was, um, oh God, I forget who it was. It was a former player. I thought made a great point. Like, what are we doing? We're losing our minds over this stuff. It's very simple. Like, should Buffalo have really won that game against Denver when Denver missed the field goal because they had too many men on the field? Didn't have anything to do with the play. The twelfth guy was way over there. wasn't in, wasn't involved anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, should we not call it because it didn't really impact the play? No, they had 12 guys on the field. You have to throw the flag, right? You have to. Right. How do you fix and it? And I think that yeah. guy's offside. You yeah. have to throw the flag. And by the way, he was over the ball. He wasn't even <laughs> in the neutral I know. zone. I know. Yeah. Did you see the, the pool report, what the referee said? No. <laughs> 
the guy, whoever, the side judge or the line judge, whatever, I don't know which one is the guy that's, you know, responsible for on the side there. But he said he couldn't see the ball. Yeah. Because he was, that's how far he was over the ball. Right. I mean, is, is full-time referees, is that is that an answer? Like, what is the answer? I, think I mean, the I, answer aside is from put, conspiracies of that. To put Paul in, in, a, in a room, have a Paul at every single game up in the booth, and when they make a – Nope. Want, I don't think you want that. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, like, have somebody that well, – yeah, you need that. No, it's, right. you really yeah. do. I'll yeah. tell you who got away with one. It's the Patriots. To vi- on on yep. the play. Yep. That wasn't – that wasn't a false start. No. The center jerked his They said he moved his hand. Right. And yeah. then they, then and they, they said that. And then you look at it and you're like, I don't see this. definitely didn't jerk it. Right. Too. They said, that. like, you know, if it's an abrupt mo- like Right. The, yeah. the guy just, like. They said he slid I, his hand on the ball. I know. I know they're trying to crack down on that because I think that's a move on short yardage on fourth downs. They're trying to prevent the long snapper from doing stuff. But it was another one of those. Tavai was on with yeah. us after the game. Oh, yeah. He thinks he got away. No, with you can one. see oh, yeah. just from his reaction. It's like the punt return. Like sometimes you watch the player, uh, you know, the offending player after a call, right. and just their reaction tells you whether or not it was a call mm-hmm. or not. Yeah, like, no. I, I don't remember which it was XFL, AFF, whatever spring <laughs> league it was. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, they had like a, a sky judge, and yeah. and at the game, and whenever there was one of these little judgment calls going on, if he he would watch the replay back quickly, and within 10 seconds, he would be buzzing down to the refs on the field and saying, no, like, we're, we're not, he wasn't offside, or he didn't false start, or whatever, and I, I just feel like those are the things that you can do it where it's not prolonging the game for an hour like you can do it where it's prolonging the game for five minutes and i think we would all be better off for it i think they need to to answer your question and i don't know like listen there's no foolproof method obviously these these calls are going to get missed but they need to do something to simplify the rules so they're not so complicated that we're looking at it and one guy is saying well he slid his hand on the ball on a man or like what are we doing right that's and that's why you think like getting all these guys in a room like I don't know what the referee process is like where they have like you know we have recap calls you know how do we do in the game like I'm sure that there's something like that in place but it's at the same time these guys go back to their jobs they have lives that they're leading and you know I I I think the sky judge like it's even thinking about like refing youth hockey games it's like wow that really takes the pressure off of you know if I miss something or you know I I thought I saw it one way I mean it's just it's it's hard there's going to be mistakes I've heard you know some theories that you know having the pressure off means they don't they're not as vigilant. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I know I'm going to get corrected, so they're not as, like, on point. Yeah. You know? I guess. I mean, there's probably an argument for, for – I mean, there's an argument for these guys all go to, like, Colorado think, Springs, and they all study all week, and that's all they do. Yeah, I think, it's I think there's a lot of rules that made sense when they were put into the rule book. 50 years so ago. I heard Felger and Mass talk but, about yesterday. But I, and I, I, yeah, that one, I, Felger's wrong on that, yeah. but we can do that a different <laughs> no, day. No, I heard that rant, and I get yeah. it. The game has changed, and when the rule was made, probably it made sense. Now it doesn't. But if they changed that rule or th- those types of rules or took them out, a coach like Belichick would start taking advantage of that. But not only that, even if you don't change the rules, like he says, like you can't tell the difference between Trent Brown and Pop Douglas. No, Mike. But what's to what's to be the difference between if Pop Douglas is on the line and it's Hunter Henry at the end, right? And they're both on the line. Only one of those guys is an eligible receiver, right? Right. Yeah. Which one? So if there's no rules, how do I how Henry. do I know who to cover? Chaos. Yeah. Like ask the Baltimore Ravens about that one. Right. Oh. No, but that at least <laughs> was like uh, 
Malik. That was a trick play. This could be like an everyday yeah, formation. No, I, I just think that there are certain things that are cluttering the rule book because there's so many, like to your point, there's so many rules. And I think some of these rules could probably be taken out that we wouldn't Yeah, know. I think I think they could do that and simplify things. Uh, the catches are, are I, I think, still adjudicated so inconsistently. A couple of weeks ago, A.J. Brown caught a pass in overtime in that game against the Bills. Um, took two full steps and had a third almost down. Got hit, stripped, fumble, Buffalo recovery should have been the end of the game. They went to replay and said, no, incomplete pass. Fine. I watch a pass that Josh Allen completes to, down the sideline to Latavius Murray that Murray never had complete control of. He took two full steps, not a third, lost it on his own, and they say it's a catch and a fumble. Yeah. Like, he never had that ball. If I was Kansas City, that play would piss me off a lot right. more than the Tony play. I agree. I agree. All right, 855-PATS-500 is the ace ticket hotline. Web radio at patriots.com is the email address. Do you think we're going to get some uh, angry Malik callers today? Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, if not today, when they catch up. Cause a lot, <laughs> no, seriously, because yeah. a lot of times they're not listening I already have a, I already have a tweet from somebody. <laughs> oh, that, how about this play last night in the Miami game? You watched this game? A little bit. They just Hopkins just tore, tackled. Xavier Howard as he's going to make an interception it ends up being a bomb for, for a completion at the end of the half. He dragged his arm down. Like like you could see him jerk down. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, to Evan's there, point, we're making sure the tight end is set, but we're not we're not worried about just like blatant pass interference calls that give another team fifty yards. And I'm not talking about against the defense. Yeah. Like this was gonna be a pick I I don't know if this is the play. I don't think Oh yeah. Yeah. He, that's gonna be a pick. Yeah. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Howard is, like, picking veteran, turf out of his face. Veteran savvy. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Well, he got away with it. Can't play anymore. Uh, by the way, Miami could be in a lot of trouble with all those injuries. Well, Tyreek, right? Well, he came back, well, right? Yeah. He, yeah, he's hurt. But he was he was out of the game he more, than, more than he decoy. was in it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, missing Holland and Baker and, and uh, yeah, all, all the guys they have on Phillips. defense – uh, in Phillips, so they have a, a a key player at all three levels on defense. They lost three starters on the offensive line last night. You know, Tyreek Hill is a show. Like they're going to be in trouble. See, he's the MVP to me. They're going to they're going to be in yeah. trouble. I, I, I well, honestly don't I, know. Now, we're even having that, that's the a good question. Well, like, he's my pick. I told you that. But you uh, think Mike, Hill is? Mike I think McDaniel? Lamar Jackson yes. is the only reason why he's not the consensus runaway MVP is because he plays wide receiver. Yeah. yeah. And sure. that's it. Like, and, and so if the MVP is just the quarterback of the year award, then just call it that. Right. Like that's that, it, it just because it, he doesn't play quarterback. He basically has no chance to win the MVP when he's clearly the most valuable player on the field. Every time they yep. play. I mean, they took him out of that game last night. And they couldn't do anything yeah. offensively. They, they couldn't really do. I mean, they did things with him in spurts. But I thought Mike McDaniel, and I love me some Mike McDaniel, I thought he was really bad last night. Um, I thought he was really inconsistent um, with his play call. Like, I don't know how you can allow that touchdown at the end of the game to make it a six-point game and then just go run, run. And then they were running wide all night with great success. When there's two and a half minutes left, you can't do that because you can't run the risk that he gets knocked out of bounds. Mm -hmm. So now you're in your four-minute offense, so to speak, and the, what's gotten you that like they had no they had no answers. Evans right like Tyreek Hill left the game and they had no answers, and that to me is on McDaniel. They have plenty of talent. He just creates so much space for oh. the offense, 
you know, vertically and horizontally that even when he's not getting the ball, that's why they put him back on the game on, on the bum ankles, just to use him as a decoy. And they almost hit a huge play to Etienne on the sideline that uh, Tua just kind of overthrew the ball a little bit. But you watch the playback and yeah. both got, defensive backs yep. jump Tyree exactly Kill you're talking and about. it leaves him wide open behind him. That play should have ended the – well, I mean – they should have ended. The yeah, game. I mean, that should have been like an 80 touchdown. They're up by 14 with three minutes left. Yeah, like this, we're, no we're in for a crazy for ending to this season. But I do. Yeah. I, I do. What, we got uh, more We got more breaking just news? Just an interesting uh, Trent Brown took to social media. I should actually, this should be Tamara's social media minute here. Uh, Trent Brown took to social media to oh, say goodbye good. to Malik Cunningham with a go flourish where your talent is respected, little brother. Oh, brother. I'll tell you. Yeah. There's reason, say, reason, number, say that? reason no. number 911 why you should embrace Trent Brown <laughs> as just the ultimate team I, player. I will say he's not the only person who's, who tweeted at Malik. Juwan Bentley also tweeted something very similar. So they're all very what, happy that, for him. That is Well, it's, I, it's yeah. good, one thing but to no, wish him well. But he's absolutely like, fine to be happy yeah. with him and wish Go him play well. with a real yeah. team. Like, what? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> There's a difference between that. Yeah. But they're all did, saying. Did like, Bentley say the des- same thing? You deserve to go, bro. Okay, but that's not the same <laughs> as what Trent Brown said. <laughs> I mean, he does. Trent Brown took a rocket shot at the Patriots coaches, who <laughs> evidently are too stupid yeah. to know what they had. Yeah. Mm. Oh, mm. oh boy. In in Evan. <laughs> Why me? Because you think, what did you I think do? he stinks. I, I know he stinks. <laughs> so I, I didn't put words in your mouth. Oh, man. But uh, a lot of stuff. I, 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 I like the weekends when I just sort of like get I'll to. I'll take it all in. Uh, Herbert, Herbert was put on IR, too. So uh, that's and that, th- that's another one, by Sad. the way. Yep. Um, so I know we've al- already been talking about the Chargers as a potential landing spot. Yeah. You like that? I think that's going to be the final nail in the coffin for Brandon Staley. That he's out, like they won't be able to move. Like yeah. he's the whole team. Yeah, Herbert's the whole team. The other, did you watch any of that game? Probably not no, much because it was. Well, you, all you had to do time. was watch the game against the Patriots. If it wasn't for Herbert, you know. <laughs> I got so agitated this well, Sunday because they had less than that. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching Red Zone and I'm just sitting there like. How the hell does Paul remember all this crap? Like I can't keep. Like I have to get up for two seconds. I come back and someone scored, and it's I don't a, know what it was. It's and like, a gift. <laughs> it's a gift. Somehow you're just like cataloging everything in your brain the whole time. You don't even break focus the whole time, and you can just like. I will. I will also say that uh, I was a little skeptical of the uh, the setup last night. Yeah. Found it absolutely awesome. Side to it was the, like a mini red. Time. It was yeah. like a mini red zone. <laughs> it was. It was pretty good. It, I, I mean, it certainly helped that both games were excellent. They went down. I, I, I wish that it was. That so sometimes they would have the the two box that yeah. they would come. Yeah. I wish that there was a channel where the two box existed the whole time. Yeah, because I would watch that. Couldn't toggle quick enough. I was just going. Uh, last. I, just, I was P. just. I was just going last. Toggling, it's just I'm too lazy for that. Like <laughs> you it, love one button pushing. You're like it's only one button away. That's all I got to do. Yeah, no, I just wanted. I, I wanted both of those, and then you know I'll, the which uh, the Giants game ended first, so I flipped over to the Giants game, and then. Yeah, I just just give just me both living the on dream. one screen. Living the well, dream. and I, I like I went over to the Giants game, um, pretty much exclusively after the Dolphins had made it a fourteen point game, and then like even like the first couple of plays, they're down fourteen. Tennessee It's like they completed a pass for like three yards, then they got a penalty, and I was like, ah, they just and all of a sudden they come back and they're on like the thirty, and I'm like, whoa, that was quick. <laughs> and then like I thought Orlovsky, by the way. Um, some of his, some of his tweeting makes a lot more sense. He is an unbelievable quarterback apologist. Aren't oh, they yeah. all? Aren't any former quarterbacks? I feel like they're yeah. always. I mean, they blame the wide receivers a lot. You would have thought Will Levis last night split an atom. 
the way he was describing Will Levis's play, who, by the way, I thought was really good in Will the game. Will Levis I'm not almost saying. split his head open. I mean, going oh, he's after crazy. yeah, but after the game, it, no, yeah. early in the game, like trying to take on linebackers and you know trying to make tackles in the end zone. I believe that pick six he threw. Yeah. I was like, how? I've never, I haven't seen that happen. On, I don't know ever where he yeah. threw it right to the defensive lineman. He, line he, I, he has, a, he is he, a rocket. He arm, tried though. to do that about two other Did times he? on screen passes. <laughs> right at that point, that was my point. Christian Wilkins had one in his hands later in the game and couldn't hold on to it. He's tough. He has an arm, though, that kid. Yeah, he does. But that uh, was that was good last night because both games are coming down a little wider and just going back and forth. Yeah. Aaron's in Flint, Michigan. What's up, Aaron? Hey, hey, guys. How's it going? Thanks for taking my call today. Sure. Thanks. Uh, well, I, did, I, I did want to vent a little bit about that call with uh, Kansas City because the few times that I've seen games where the offense would light up offside, the ref would throw the flag when he says the snap was imminent. They let the play play all the way out, score. Then he decides to throw the flag. So, no, it's, not sure about. It's how not to the same that. thing. You, you, it, it's not the same. If a guy is not set at the snap and he's moving, and that's an illegal motion, you know, or something like that, like they let the play go. If it's a false start and someone jumps, like an alignment goes out of his stance, mm-hmm. that's different. Then they're going to blow the the play dead. But a guy lining up offside. At yep. a standstill, they're not going to blow the whistle on that. That's happened actually. I, 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 I've seen a different, a couple of different websites with different numbers, but the one I saw that was most prevalent is that's the 13th time an offensive offside was called this year, um, and it's happened to uh, offensive linemen a lot. Yeah, because technically he's not offside until the ball snaps, so you can't Correct. blow the whistle. It's Correct. not a pre-snap penalty. And it's um, Philadelphia has gotten called. Jason Kelsey has gotten called on tush pushes. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. he's lined up over the ball in an effort to sort of get a better push. Yeah. I think Green Bay's gotten called for it in similar situations a couple of times. Well, I'm glad you guys cleared that up for me because yeah. I was starting to, you know, I'm a betting man. I'm uh. with these refs. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, it was a tough one. If you had Kansas City in that game, I do feel it. The only thing I will say um, for all the people that were talking about this, and had it been a touchdown, and I'm not telling you this would have happened, but – I think we've all seen teams go down and score in a minute eight with three timeouts. Certainly those two teams against okay. each other. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I, you know, I've I think there's been seconds. a lot of, oh, the game, they, they cost them the game. Well, you know, that's a little strong, in my opinion. Thanks, Aaron. Um, all right. And as great as everything was over the weekend, we're seeing highlights of one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. Oh, you Tamara, don't you that. almost got it. Chiefs unfiltered. Uh, I almost got a 0-0 zero, zero game. If they kept, if they kept Josh Dobbs in the game, you would have gotten your 0-0 zero, zero <laughs> game. Because the only reason why they scored is Nick Mullins made two or three throws Yikes. That, that Dobbs wouldn't have. Which is crazy because I bet – was that – what was the over-under for that game? Was it expected uh, to be? I'm going to guess it was more than three. <laughs> it, was, it, it was more than the Patriots game, wasn't the, I know that. I would say, right. wasn't the Patriots game – was it this That game? was the lowest yeah. of the year. So I lowest like, in could that have since been 93. Wrong. Plenty of offense in the Patriots game. Yeah, like that, but, but again, the two turnovers yeah. gave touchdowns to both teams. Well, it still was a, would have been over 30 and a half. You take away 15 points. Uh, yeah. Do you think, uh, Fred, you said in the meeting this morning just about scoring being down. Do you think this is going to be something that's talked about a lot this offseason of trying to unravel? Is this you know a one-off or is this a trend in the league that's going to kind of continue? Yeah, I don't think you, at one season you, you, you get too knee-jerk. I, I think it's... 
it'll probably bounce right back up. Next but do you think year. like everybody's going to be talking about like the draft and trends and all these kind of things going forward? Of you know, well, it's it's not as much of a scoring league anymore. You know, do, well, I, I don't know what is, that means. Like, but it's relatively down yeah. relative to the last like five years or so. But if you go back like further than that, it's still yeah. it's, it's still, still plenty of other plenty games. Of that, I mean, there was a three nothing game, but there's you know twenty eight twenty sevens too. Yeah. And I think we're a little jaded because of the Patriots. Correct. <laughs> yeah. And then I also think this is like an abnormal amount of like starting quarterbacks who are out already. Yeah. Like that's just it's just crazy key players to me. and starting quarterbacks. That's my yeah. biggest reason, Tamara. Yeah. I think there's been more top flight quarterbacks hurt this year than is normal. I got a yeah. question for the group that that just occurred to me. Um, do you think that the the prevalence of gambling now has um, affected yes. the outrage on the referees a little bit more, where yes. people oh, are? I do tangibly losing money on some of these calls and, and yeah. that's I think helping more, contribute I think that to it. Because of its legality, I think more people are affected. Yeah. And and care with their with their wallets yeah. and their pocketbooks like, you know, they yeah. say pocketbooks. Yeah. You did? You have a pocketbook? Yeah, hit I you in the pocketbook. It's pocketbook. Jack in Ann Arbor about booing. He says, the only legitimate Boo. reason for booing at a sporting event is to show disapproval for unsportsmanlike conduct or lack of professional effort. Yeah. Otherwise, booing is bad form, and any fan who boos in any other circumstance should be ashamed of himself. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So if you boo because you stink, it's yeah. fine. Or like, or first stinks. of all, I would say that then, based on that, which I don't agree with, mm -hmm. I think you can, if you're a fan, you pay money, you should boo yeah. at anything you want to boo at. No. But based on that, I understand why Pittsburgh was booing. I think there was a lack of professional effort in that game. Right. Yeah. I just booed when Brady came back. Yeah. Just like, so I, just like I called the Patriots out earlier in the season at times for what I thought was a lack of professional effort. Jalen Mills trying to tackle uh, uh -oh. Sam Howell being an example. So, Boo. do you think the booing at Mac Jones was a oh. lack of professional effort, or was that? No, I don't. I don't ever think Mac Jones's problems He's a little were, were effort based. He's booable. But I. But I also <laughs> said a word. De Deuce has been booing him for it's before he even started playing. But I, it's I think booable. if yeah. you pay you pay this like hundreds of dollars to go to a game and you want to yeah. boo like this is not my thing. I don't. I don't. You know. I, come on, the kids. Let's boo him. I, I don't boo. think I've ever actively booed boo. at a sporting event. Boo but this man. Yeah. But I don't. Look oh, at I've Evan booed. and say you shouldn't boo. I've definitely all you pay your money. All the youth events you've been to. Oh. No, I don't like. Do you, okay. like no, I'm just saying like boo. Like but boo. I, I, have I've, I been pissed? Yeah, I feel like I've Pittsburgh. I've definitely fans. booed at bad like calls by refs. Yeah. I've definitely booed at those. I I I feel like Pittsburgh fans though. Just Tamara, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to take to to do this, but like. At some point, you you have to start getting sick of the mediocrity in Pittsburgh too. Like we have. Oh, it here. he's on the hot seat. And, like and you can't believe. At some point, yeah, it's cool that he hasn't had a losing season. But like ninety eight is not. It, this is my argument enough. with Felger and Maz last week. It, it just, and then the Patriots I, took care of me the next night. Yeah, he just he gets a lot of credit for not having any losing seasons. Mike right. Tomlin. But they don't win anything. So like, what what? And what good no is threat it? to win anything. Right. And when Careful. they have a team good enough to win. Every, Everything they typically fell short. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that's just I don't know. I think that that team has the Patriots. Even this version of the Patriots were able to out X and O the Steelers again. How many times is that going to happen to that regime that a, a coach like Bill or or whoever can come in there and uh, you know, all the time and out coach them? And, and the Patriots are were they're two and nine coming into that game. Like they're what, two and two 10. and ten. They're not good. They're not good, and they're still out coaching them. All right. Time to eat. We'll be right back.
Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. And hello again, everyone. A very pleasant good evening, and welcome to Acrisure Stadium here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where the 2-10 New England Patriots confront the 7-5 Pittsburgh Steelers. Takes the snap from Andrews, stands in, throws a high lock deep down the left side for Juju Smith-Schuster, and he makes the catch! And over-the-shoulder throw with Smith-Schuster adjusting to make the grab, climbing Fitzpatrick and holding it in back in Pittsburgh at the Steelers. 26-yard line. It's a hell of a catch by, by Juju here. Now, Bailey had to throw it when he threw it because of the pressure. He put a nice arc on this ball, but there's two guys back here. He splits the coverage, climbs the back of it. That's a 37-yard gain early here. Snapping on a second down and eight after the two-yard gain, motioning Thornton from the left. Bailey takes the snap. He throws it right for Elliott, makes the catch with the 10, turns it right it to the five, a dive to the end zone. The Patriots for the touchdown. Take the lead on the game first series here in Pittsburgh. What a what a drive by Billy O'Brien to open up this football game. Look at the energy that Bailey Zappi is. You've missed this. Cole snaps it back to Trubisky, drops back, moves up, fires to the left. Got it's picked off. Lenny Whiteside, JC Jackson, 45 to the 40 with a stutter step. Spins around Trubisky, and he's dropped down to 39. There is a flag in the secondary, and it will be pass oh. interference on New England. What a duck. What a bad throw by Trubisky. Great read by That's Jackson. Defense, number 29. This is a spot foul and an automatic first down. I didn't see it. They might have got the wrong number here. J.C. Jackson identified as the guilty party. Oh, that's a chicken-ass call. Below snap, Trubisky has it. He runs straight ahead, and he's caught and tackled by Mac Wilson. Trubisky could not escape trying to dart through the middle. Wilson takes him down. Dunder comes on a blitz. Trubisky throws down a little bit yeah. off by Peppers. Go. On the right side, 30. 25-20. Right sideline, 15. A cut left to the 10. And Jabril has the forward progress stop at the 11. What? What a call defensively. They show blitz to the right. They bell out from the right. They sent Bryant on the blitz from the corner. He was on pickets. And Trubisky just throws a duck backside. Panic throw. We've seen that panic throw before. And good for Jabril Peppers, who's been playing his ass off for how many weeks now. Gets one right there. And you're in the zone again. You gotta punch his head. Snap shoulder high for Zappi. Drops back. Throws back in the end zone. Henry got reaches it. up. He's got his fourth touchdown catch as the Patriots head to their lead. Again, calm, cool, collected. You go gun inside the 10. And Zappi just throws a dime right underneath the goal post. Perfect touch to where Hunter could go up and get it. Happy birthday, Hunter Henry, by the way. What a catch. You're up 14-3. Wow. Zappi on the play, he throws it left, Henry in the end zone, makes the catch, yeah. dives in, uh -huh. touchdown, Patriots! 
touchdowns by number four tonight. Bailey Zappi has come to play, baby. You may have your quarterback right now for the rest of the year. Case closed. What a throw on the streak to, to Hunter Henry on the left boundary. Play fake strong, and he just throws a dime to Hunter Henry on the outstretch. What a catch. Great throw. Two great touchdown. To Smith-Schuster, a dime to Hunter Henry. His second touchdown grab of the day. The third touchdown pass for Bailey Zappi. Great coverage by Amazon here on the sideline. Zappi just, he knows it's his team now. He's having fun, showing some swagger. He was so relaxed at the podium this week when he met with the media, and he said, we're close. As hard as it was to believe, based on what we've seen as well, these last several weeks, the snap Jervisky, another blitz by Duggar, a throw off the back one to the end zone, pop! Touchdown, Pittsburgh. A beauty to throw that time. Big one. Dave Johnson. Big one. Big one by Mitch. Mitch needed that more than anything. Duggar on the blitz again. He didn't get there in time. Good blitz pickup. He almost took the guy and threw him right into Trubisky's lap. But he throws a nice dime. That's his best throw of the night. He takes the snap. He drops back. He's pressured. He's set. A Steeler comes up the middle. He lands in Roberts, an expatriate. And then T.J. Watt piles on back at the 33. And it should have been picked up. This is five on five. Timeout. Pittsburgh, their second. 30 seconds. Thing with the strain, it's amazing how, how long it takes the replay to get in. It's just a little loop around Blitz or Atlanta Roberts. Back communication up front, offensive line messed that one up. That's up, line comes with a blitz. Trubisky tries yeah. to escape, nowhere to go. Yeah. Barmore is there in front of him, and Duggar and Bryant are there behind. The big get off right there for the D. A sack at midfield for New England. Belichick just stares on, smirk it, collapse in the pocket. Nowhere for Trubisky to go, and that's guy's got some rules up in front. If you're a man there, as they were. The shoulder high snap to Zappi. Shuffles back. Stepped up. Pressure. Sack. Taking down at the 30. Covered sack. Covered and sack. Hayward in on the sack. That gives him 80 for his career. Covered sack right there. Defense got to save you again here. Get a booming kick. Flip, flip the field again. Elliott to the right of Zappi. Play thing to him. Bailey dropping back. Throws it across. Little ball back in the air. Picked off. Running right side. 20, wrapped up and brought to the near sideline. The interception by Michael Walker, off to deflection. I can flip the game. One little play like that. Deflected ball, pocket coming down on him a little bit. And they get the play fake there. He sort of babies it. The problem is Zeke and Juju are almost in the same light, you know, sideline. It's not a good throw, but it's sort of a confusing route combination. There was one earlier with Juju and Hunter Henry, sort of in the same area. The snap, fat chest on. Zappi dropped that, pressured by Walker. Rolling right, looking down good. Throws it near side, that pass is nearly intercepted. He threw it toward Thornton, sliding along the boundary. It was a bit behind him, with the Dangerous. Steelers coming up with a stop. Dangerous. This is what Bailey's got to take over here and realize, why are we given this opportunity? You've got to protect the football. That's why you're in this game. Joey Porter Jr. sliding across the sideline, and Beringer punts with a wobbler rolling across the 25-yard line. A miss hit if it wasn't blocked. And it did not appear to be at first glance as the Steelers cover up on the ball deep in New England territory. Jump kids. Punt was back to Beringer. And it was oh, blocked. Block. It was blocked. Block. 
coming in from the left, reaching out with his left hand, Miles Killebrew. So Miles Killebrew coming in from the Tom left Montgomery. was able to extend with the left hand. Tom Montgomery misses the block. Washington, the tight end now from fullback to the right wing. Trubisky with a give to Hayward. Rolling right, he tried the option pass, and the ball was batted down. One tight end coming in motion left to right, tried to lob it to Washington, leaking off that right side, and Matt Wilson knocked it down for the Patriots. You're kidding me, right? The Pittsburgh Steelers, first and goal at the one. Matt Canada got fired? And you're gonna allow this to fly? He takes the staff, he's gonna sneak it straight ahead. The quarterback breaks the play. Touchdown, Pittsburgh. Wilson leaping, knocked down the pass on the option throw from one tight end to another, nearly picked off. Within the Steelers with a reprieve, score on the ensuing snap. Trubisky with the dive. The snap to Trubisky, fires it left, pass is caught. Fire move in front of Peppers. This is a three-point game. Sure doing right now. A block punt leads to an eight-point trip for the Steelers. Let this bump get you back in the game. The snap to Trubisky, backing up. Throws a long ball, deep down the left side for Johnson. And the pass is incomplete with Jonathan Jones stride for stride. And again, the Steelers take a deep shot down the left sideline with 1.55 to go. What a dumb offense. What a dumb, dumb, stupid call. Start the buses. Haven't said that in a while. All right, back here on Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PATS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Lots of emails coming in. <clears throat> um, a particular subject that I'm seeing recurring here in my email list, uh, Noah from Toronto, it seems to me that in the past few days there's been a noticeable shift in media and fan opinions on whether Bill Belichick should stay next year. Are we really letting a three-point win over Mitch Trubisky uh, in wearing the Jolly Roger helmet on college game day change our perception <laughs> of the leader of a 3-10 and ten team? Yeah. It's good the team is still playing hard, but for me that is not enough to compensate for the years of poor roster management. Uh, that has been uh, a subject line on a yeah. lot of the shows. I don't think it's a Navy helmet thing. I just think they won a game, and so people are like, is it really that bad? I don't know. I mean, you're, you're you know, that's where I think people I'll trust you guys. Bit, I haven't really seen that. Well, no. I, I think that... Um, I mean, I've seen the, the adulation over him being a human helmet. being on game day, <laughs> but I haven't seen... Yeah. Well, um, Tom Curran addressed it yes last night on uh, one of the shows on NBC Sports Boston, and uh, he, he says that the decision was made definitively definitively after the germany game mm -hmm. that that was if there was any question that yeah. game i haven't necessarily seen specifics like that but that's how i feel about mm -hmm. it is that things that happen at this point are really not going to impact yeah i agree decision. i felt like that germany game was kind of like the icing on the cake just to like go that far for your first international game see the support that you have and then just completely like not score touchdown. wet the bed yes yeah. um uh, it was it was very Deflating. The the little voice in the back of my head that I don't really love, but this is what it is. Um, after this game was just how much of a problem was Mac? Like how much of a problem mm -hmm. has Mac been with this offense? Because I mean I don't want to make out what Bailey Zappi did was anything overwhelmingly mm -hmm. great, but it looked like some progress, and it looked like he took a, a little bit of a step just in terms of understanding the offense, playing within the offense, and you know going back to last year, I just 
it, it just has never seemed to quite click with Mac, whether it was the Matt Patricia offense, whether it was the Bill O'Brien offense. It looked a certain way early on with Josh McDaniels' rookie year. And I, I mean, and again, I don't like I just I don't know if this is fair to bring up really with him, but I just wonder how much the team wanted to play for around him. And if, if this is just kind of, you know, if this was something that was going on that had been present and that maybe it's not well, just how he's playing within the offense, but how the and, team and, feels and are, about it. And him. are you bringing that up as like, I don't want to use the ex- word excuse, but as a, as a viable reason for what's going on. And if that's the case, does not Bill Belichick, when he sits down with Robert Kraft, talk about all of that? And, but, and well, does Robert Kraft take that in yeah. as, yeah, okay. But you can also say Bill should have pulled him sooner. Right. You saw that man was a wreck and broken and unable to do anything. Yeah. You should have taken him out sooner. So that's still his fault. I, I, if you well, really well, think well, it was what, the, if, what if Bill Belichick throws that back at you and says, we made a collaborative decision to draft Mac Jones, I felt it was my responsibility to see if we could get something out of that decision. But no. you thought that, that he was pl- mm-hmm. you thought he was the reason that, that you, your offense wasn't successful. And then, One of the reasons. And then when you're, you're questioned on why you didn't take him out earlier, well, it's because we wanted to make sure that, well, which is it? Yeah. Were you sure that it was, he was the well, problem, or were you not sure that we gave him well, enough of a chance? We wanted to see if we could give him enough yeah. of a okay. chance. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Leave your key. I, I am... <laughs> And your playbook. <laughs> I am, you know, my opinion, but I am certain that Bill will use Mac as the excuse. Of course he will. No doubt. He's definitely going to go in there and said, if we had competent quarterback play this year, we would have been in the playoff hunt. No no doubt about it. Yeah. Do you, and, do you agree with that? Yeah. yeah I, I don't necessarily disagree That's with That's two it, different things. But I, I agree with Evan if it's competent quarterback play as opposed to Bailey Zappi for the whole year. No, right? no. I, right. right. A guy who doesn't turn the ball over and, and runs the system. I, well, the scores points. Forget no, the turnovers. Yeah. You have to score points. Yeah. I, I think he has to do more than, than just right. manage the if, game. If Mac was truly a 15th round value, would they be in the playoffs? <laughs> 15th overall. Yeah. No, I mean 15 overall. If they, had, if they had the Mac Jones that they the, of his rookie season, which I, I think was. They'd be in contention. They'd be in playoff contention. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think definitely. Like, is that a case to be made? And does Robert Kraft <sighs> take it in? I mean, this and this connects back to the Bill thing, um, you know. And I, we, Paul, and I kind of did the little segment for uh, PUTV t- talking about this, and and just the one point I made was that coming into this year, it was all like, we got to find out if what we have with Mac, we got to find out. And I just I feel like they gave him every possible chance that they could, and and maybe to a fault for sure. But I mean, they got to the bye. They not only like, I mean, I always thought looking at this schedule when it came out, it's like, well, if things ain't going great with Mac, that this bye, you go to Germany, come back. That's, they even gave him the bye. They gave him the week off to see if they could get him right. And that's why it's like Zappy again, didn't, you know, didn't do all of 60 minutes, but we did see some progress from him. We did see like things that we just haven't seen from Mac where it's like, Oh, all right, he's starting to get it. Like it's just every single one was the same thing. And, and, not disagreeing with you, but in the long run, is Zappy going to get you to the playoffs? No. Probably not. So what's the downside of giving Mac every possible? Right, and and and, and you know, and, Your job. but I mean, I think what Your Tamara kind of hit on though was that he looked broken. He looked like that right. there was no way but that I, he could salvage. But it. I still just feel like the reason why he got, we got here with Mac is still Bill's fault. That is his fault, sure. right? And so, like, regardless of what the decisions he's making right now and the end of season stuff, like, I don't necessarily care as much about that because to me, the bigger problem is if you have the second overall pick in the draft and you draft Drake May, do, do you want to give Drake May to Bill Belichick? Like, do you want 
to give him to Bill and have Bill surround him with talent and have Bill build an offense around him and have Bill coach him and like all these different things because we just did it and it was a disaster. So what's what is that the best course of action for the franchise? And, and that's the forward? argument on the other side. Yep. Uh, Georgia, Virginia, I was listening to one of Paul's shows yesterday, and <laughs> they mentioned Kraft comments. <laughs> I guess they're talking about the comments <laughs> at College Game Day, mm -hmm. uh, talking about longe longevity of the coaching staff. I had a thought, and I believe Alex Barth brought it up shortly thereafter. Do you all believe Kraft's comments aren't an indication that Bill will be here next year, or is it a word out to the next guy, whoever that may be, that if you come here, I'm not going to fire you in a season or two, like, say, the Panthers owner. Love the show. Holidays are a tad bit rough for me, but I'm always excited to listen to you guys and zone out for a bit and laugh along. <clears throat> so There's a I, lot, I heard a lot to unpack yeah. there. Yeah. I heard some people say that, oh, that was a, a shot across the bow at people who would criticize him for getting rid of Bill. Like, hey, wait a minute. I That's kept what him I for think. 24 years. That's what I think it was. You think it was? Yeah. I, I think he was letting everybody know, this is not a decision I, I take lightly. Like, I, I value loyalty. We've had a great relationship for a long time. I didn't just fall into this. This is something I've thought a lot about over the last several years. I, I know. That's what I think he was telling everybody. Don't, don't I, think that I, I just flippantly fire guys the way everybody else does. And, and, that, but I, and I, I don't blame people for reading into every single public word that either he or Bill Belichick makes. But the conversation was about his businesses and why have they been successful. And I've heard him say this before, long before this thing with Bill Belichick. It's about hiring good people. And that was his answer. Right. I don't think it had anything to do with Bill Belichick, oh, I honestly. Do. I don't. That's what they're talking about. No, they weren't. They were talking about his businesses. They weren't talking about Bill On Belichick. college game day, they're talking about his businesses. Yes. The question was, you've had so many successful businesses. What advice do you give to people? Right. See, that's what Twitter making, can get you. Yeah. You're, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. What advice do you give to people about building a business? I would I would ask who asked that question. What What the hell are you wasting our time for? Uh, what are you doing? No, listen, I'll give you. That. I don't really care what your but, paper business. But that is was doing. it. That it, and <laughs> on they, college game. And they day. were talking about the paper bit, and he said hiring good people, and you know we've Hi. had good people, and they stay a long time, and it had nothing to do with Bill. My bad. You know. And then the McAfee thing, I think people are making too big a thing about that, too. Oh, I don't yeah. think it was a setup. I don't think... Well, he, I don't think it was a setup. You know, no. people are saying, oh, how dare he ask Kraft that question. Oh, that's ridiculous. You know, I think, I think all he did was say that, you know, whether it's the decision to keep Bill, to get rid of Bill, to get a new quarterback, to keep... Stay, there's a lot of decisions that he has to make at the end of the season. He doesn't envy him. And it was that simple. I don't think it was a setup. I don't think it was pre-planned. You know, I think people are just... Right now, we're just <gasps> yeah. Every little thing he, he could have worded it a little better, I think. Just you know, because the way he said it was oh. like, I know what you have to do, and I mean, it's just the, it just right. felt like you've got to you know fire the all-time greatest coach. Like that's, that's what yeah, I, I felt like it. That's that was what the I think he was I, I think that McAfee too, and a lot of myself included. I, I don't watch a, co a ton of College Game Day. It, I watch it, virtually none of it. Right. I, didn't, so, I didn't even know what it was. And I don't week. watch. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. It kind of is, and, and I know, the signs and that mascot heads. <laughs> the D you know, is capitalized, and I don't. Uh, I don't watch his his regular show either, so I don't consume yeah. a ton of Pat McAfee. Uh, apparently, that's just Pat McAfee. Like yeah. he's just 
that that's who he is. He yeah. shoots from the hip. Yeah. And like, so it, whether it's talking to tank tops and shooting from the hip, right. Whether it's talking to RKK or it's talking to Aaron Rodgers or it's talking to whoever, mm-hmm. he's just going to say stuff. Yeah. And like some, it, uh, you know, the comparison that Barth gave to me is kind of like Zoe, right? <laughs> Where he just like, sometimes <laughs> even he, he doesn't say, know what he's saying. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you just say stuff, you know? And I think McAfee is kind of, <clears throat> kind of the same way. I'm with Fred on that. I, I think I agree. I, I definitely agree. I think that's what he, he does. Yeah. He shoots from the hip. He's not afraid. Yeah. He shoots from the hip. I think that's what he was saying. I know what's happening. I don't envy you. Is Lee Corso always on the game day show, or is that just kind yes, of special Yes, but only, thing? only for a very yeah. short. He's not on the whole time. He's 88. Yeah, yeah he's had some health issues. Yeah. Yeah. Kirk, Kirk Herbstreet does, in my opinion, a wonderful job of taking care of Lee Corso yeah. on that yeah. yeah. Like it, He all but has his arm around him. Oh, by the way, the next time Bill says I can't remember, remember that he knew that Lee Corso had an eye formation yeah, right. in a single play in 1967. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, the Navy jokes aside, though, that was, I thought, to me, just a, that was a really cool moment. Just seeing how much Lee Corso, oh, yeah. what, what Bill meant to him and what he meant to Bill and, you know, just two old guys. I thought Bill guys. was great yeah. with, with Lee Corso. Yep. I, I yep. agree. Um, let's see, Matt Framingham, as much as I like Belichick's human moments last Saturday for Army versus Navy. I also am very frustrated with him because in an awful season like this, Belichick had every chance in the world to show his vulnerability and take full accountability for this dumpster fire. Instead, he played uh, the it's my ball, it's my rules, and if you don't follow, I'm going to be mean to everyone. (laughs) Last Thursday's win over the Steelers was nice, but let's be real, that's all it was, the Steelers gagging. I feel the same way about all the players right now. It's like you watch these games and, and you're detached from the games and you get frustrated with the team when they're not playing well. And, you know, and then you go in the locker room and you, you joke around with them. And, you know, Juju's, you know, nice guy. And, you know, it's like, man, it's just it's hard to kind of separate. And it's the same thing with Bill. You know, you're, you get so mad at what he's done to our team. But then you see him be a human and a kind of nice guy. And, you know, oh, even no, with the I, I'm thing. still mad at him. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. The locker room stuff, definitely, I agree. That, it, yeah. it is definitely is interesting, especially Juju, who like has virtually done nothing all year, obviously until Thursday, um, which I, I don't even know if you can call that like a lot. Yeah. Like, it was better than usual, but I think for him, every single time we're in the locker room, he's always open to speaking, and he always is open to answering the hard questions, yeah. even though he has done nothing all year. Yeah, I, I, I do think, too, with Bill, it's just like you just want him to be like that. You want him to be the guy that's telling the Ernie Adams story and, you know, doing the joke. You, know, like, you just wish he was that I guy just wanted to all the that. time. I'm with Paul. <laughs> yeah. But the um, you asked the question a while ago about, you know, how much of this was Mac, and I do think that that's part of it. Like with the whole thing, but the guy has played, you know, six quarters that looked to me exactly like it looked with Mac. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he had two that. Whoa, yeah. Where'd that come from? Yeah, That's you know. Fair. So hey, I, I think it's the offense. Yeah, yeah. More so than everything the else. The play calling in the first half, like I was saying earlier, was so much different than the second half. They went back to the same. Yeah, he's conservative. I hope to see a little stuff. bit more of the first half aggressiveness. Yeah, that they and showed. I would also say that. In the first half, in the first 23 minutes, some guys made some plays. Like, well, yeah. Juju makes Juju a catch. Jumps, yeah. Hunter Henry, you know, that ball. Stabbed it. 50-50 on that ball. Like, that ball was really close to the safety breaking that pass yeah. up. I think, it, you know, what one thing I'll give Zappy credit for on that play, because I thought the throw was looking back on it on, on the all-22. I was like, oh, that was a little bit closer than I thought it. Herb Street yeah. said that's not a throw you're supposed to make yeah. against that coverage. And yet. he mentioned it at the after the game when I had asked him. But he said it was supposed to be a whole shot. 
shot and I kind of threw a, a go ball, not a, <laughs> not a whole shot. But I, I think the biggest thing with that throw I will give him credit for is that I think he knew that Minka was on the other side of the field. And if Minka's the half field safety on that side of the field, I don't think he would have thrown it because he would have known yeah. that Minka yeah. would have gotten and, it. And I do like the aggressiveness. I, that was kind of my theme this morning with my notes was you know, a little bit more of that. Let's see if this is, yeah. you know, was it a one-off or is this part of Zappy's skill set? Mm-hmm. You know, can is he maybe a little bit better at – because that throw, I mean, I, I agree with everything Evan said. We talked about it during the show, the postgame show. Like, yeah, I don't know if you want to make a living – Mm-hmm. trying to make that but the throw was perfect yeah. and the catch was even better um yeah. so it was sort of offense that we haven't really seen so y- yes please more of that if that can i know. also think there's so a difference between like that. yeah I'm, I'm here for that too <laughs> like <Fred>. competent quarterback <laughs> play which is what zappy gave you at least for a half and terrible quarterback play like they like yeah mac wasn't just bad when he was bad mac was terrible yeah. and that made them not competitive so if you're saying, you know, if Matt, if you had changed Mac out for what you've gotten from Zappy, would they be better? I mean, yes. Like that's how much hard to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, hard, hard to be, to be worse than that. I think, but yeah. I just, I just don't think the offense would be much Humming better. Along. No. Based you, on, based on yeah. what I've seen. I mean. And we're at a snapshot. Do you know, right do you know, like for the, for the year that Zappy's passer rating still is lower than Max? <laughs> Believe it's it. It's crazy. No. Do you think like the play calling like the scheme that was drawn up for Mac was the way it was because of the lack of confidence that they had in him versus if they gave Mac that same game plan that they gave Zappy on Thursday like that aggressive play calling the first half would it have gone the same way but but see that's I, the thing I, I think it would have because I'm I think Pittsburgh was as Fred said checked out yeah out I, to lunch. well I think that was part of it but like I, again going back to the throw to Juju I think that Mac sometimes chose not to make those yeah he hesitates i I don't think the offense was you know that different yeah Yeah. i think it was a little different but i don't think juju i mean i don't think mac would have made the throw to hunter henry because he wasn't supposed to but the juju one i don't know maybe maybe he throws it out in front of him and it's a touchdown Mm. because that was a jump ball that he threw oh yeah and this is why i'm not like i think i loved what i saw in the first half because Mm -hmm. it's just been the whole year of nothingness on offense, you know, with very few exceptions. So they threw three touchdown passes the first half. I'm not going to sit here and nitpick at all, but I do recognize you get a pick six basically for, for seven of the points. And, and again, Ev, you take away that, like the block punt and the pick six, you take 15 points off the board and you're yeah. under. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's 14 10 instead of 21 18. It's like, that's a big difference. Yeah. I, I think, too, the point for me is just we're talking right now at a snapshot in time of, of coming off of this game where we've got Kansas City. At Denver, at Buffalo, you know the Jets. I mean, you got four really good AFC games that I think will really tell, like, answer all these questions about: Was does Zappy have anything, or is it, you know, is it the offense generally? Have they made any strides? I, you have real teams that I think you can, you know, judge from. These are the guys. These are the teams. This team has to get back with a well, beat. You know. I, you know, yeah. I was thinking about that. And I, there's a lot of things I want to bring up here uh, before the show's over, but I was thinking, who do I want to keep? on this team you know from what i've seen so far and like you said there's four games that you know are meaningful in terms of just guys playing out the string and you know who do we want and i i think i can come up with at least 10 guys that i say you know what i i want them on my team yeah you know what if i told you to do it right now <laughs> okay on off like on, on the whole both sides way. of the ball on both oh, sides yes. of the ball. okay i could probably so, get to 10 oh wait, yeah I, i've actually done I this might as get an to exercise. like 10 I'll defensive guys out. yeah i could get to 10 guys 
not necessarily that I like. I need to have these guys, but like, yeah, sure. I, I got, could get to that. I got because yeah, I, I only have like three guys, like, like Christian Barmore. I need Christian Barmore. Yeah. I need Christian Gonzalez. I, like yeah. I don't have too many guys that I need. I got well, not, it's just guy. I don't know if you need them, but I want them back. I want them back. Mm. They, you know, they're good players, and I want them back. I got twelve. Uh, wait, who are you? I did this as an exercise yeah. with next year's roster. Can I, can, can I hear? Can I hear your twelve? Wait, no, to, I want to hear Fred's. Okay, well, Fred's first. Obviously, you know, Barmore, Keon White, Gonzalez. I think Judon. You know, that's four. Duggar is five. They got to resign him. Uh, I want Unwenu back. I want Stevenson back. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I, I want, well, if he wants to keep playing, I want David Andrews back. Um, what am I up to? Pop eight. You're up to eight. eight. Pop Douglas. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, I didn't even have him on my list. I want, I, I want, put him on my I want, list. I want, <laughs> I want Anthony Jennings. Oof. What? Mm-hmm. What, okay, what else you got? I mean, these are guys you, you have to have back. Like I didn't say I, ha- I, I okay, said but, I want them back. Okay, but, like, why? I, like, I'm, why can't you just have another Anthony because, Jennings back? Because I, I, I respect what <laughs> they, they've— they're, they're a dime a dozen. No, but you need these guys. I mean, you you can't— yeah, see, that's, every, what, that's what I'm saying. Everybody can't be, you know, right, all Christian pros. Gonzalez, I need him. Yep. You need to start I need over a potentially young you shutdown corner. You need to have 53 yeah. new players right. next yeah. year, Fred. Yeah, <laughs> that's the only way for yeah. fifty-three whole new players. You know that's not what I'm saying, right? No, I know you're but, making fun of me. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying I, I think these there's are, a difference between I need to have these guys back and sure, like Ramondre Stevenson, the last year of his deal. Sure, I'll take him back. All yeah. these guys I've mentioned, obviously Gonzalez is uh, you know special, and I think Barmore is special. I would put, guys, I would put Evans guy all, Douglas in that. All these guys, not special, but all yeah. these guys I mentioned have shown me that they they are. They want to play football, and they can be a good, you know, good part of the team. And why not? Why not have these foundational, you know, pieces here? You know, just because like I'm not when, sure they are. That's my point. Just like when Belichick first came here, he brought in guys like Bobby Hamilton, and and they're not great, but Roman he knew Pfeiffer. that. Yeah, <laughs> he knew that they would be. Roman you know, Pfeiffer would be the best player. Solid, on this team. Pe- solid players like on my Roman team. Pfeiffer. You need those players too. Yeah, I, I don't think that the like foundational is not the word I'd use for ninety yeah, no, percent of that. But like, I'm with you. Like in terms of just those are guys that can play roles on the team and are functional NFL starting caliber players, and you can't redo the whole entire roster. Right. So you right. gotta, correct. And in, in a season like this, they've played hard throughout, and yeah. I respect that. It's hard yeah, for me because I, I, I also don't agree with that, but I'm not going to argue with it. Because I've only got three on offense Andrews, Douglas, and Stevenson. Um, and defensively, I had Godchild, Barmore, Judon, Bentley, Tavai, Jay Jones, Peppers, and Gonzalez. Oh, Jonathan Jones is, was on my list as well. That was it. I'd like Sorry. to say Keon White, so but I point. haven't really, like, that's more of like a wishful thing than an actual substantive kind of performance. I, yeah. I, I think he could get there, but. But yeah. that's really it for me. There's three guys on offense. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I get what you guys are saying, and I'm, I'm not going to turn it into a semantic argument. I get, I get the point. You guys are right. I, I, I would, I would no. I'm like I'm saying, I'm not going to say like foundational pieces. No, no. Well, that's not a fi- wrong like, word. We, yeah, but we could get bogged down in semantics. That's I just my, think, well, I just think it speaks to the state of the roster. Yeah. But, but you know, are, half of those guys are pending free agents. Most of them won't be back. Yeah, like uh, not, than, not necessarily your no, list. Other than Barmore and Gonzalez, I think they they constitute a solid middle yeah. class. Uh, and I would get yourself prepared for Judon not being back next Me year too. too. Uh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Well, it depends on who's in charge. Oh, dear. If if you have somebody that that prioritizes star power, then I think he will be back. Right. But if it's Bill, then no. Yeah, and well, and the other part of this is we'll go back to your Anthony. And by the Jen- way, Godshaw's played pretty well too. Yeah, yeah no, I would, yeah. I would. Yeah. He's on my team. Well. He's on my like, team. Like, but can we get a guy that makes like, you know, 
a tenth of that and then spend that money on T. Higgins? What do you care about money, Paul? Because I want to spend it on T. Higgins. That's why I had the answer before yeah. you that does, asked. That shouldn't stop you from doing that. But no. it will. Well, It well, shouldn't, no. but it will. It does. It did the same thing to Kansas City. I would have that conversation. They had no reason not to. They have no reason to have Sky Moore and Marquez Valdez-Scantling and Justin Watson as their receiving core right now. Yeah. But they, but that's what they have because yeah. they didn't spend the money. Yeah. For me, the that's what I worry about. about T. Higgins comes down to on when you Duggar Uche. Like it's I mean, you know, Godshaw's already here. He's extended like that's you know, but that's yeah, a but, conversation. But at big money. Would you rather sign? But I mean, to, gonna... to stuff the run in the immortal words of Evan Lazar. <laughs> it's not 2003. No, no I, he's a good but player, he's a though. centerpiece. I, I mean, I, I just think like on when you like. So, you know what I mean? Do do him like guard. I'd, I'd pick guard. Big Mike and T. Higgins. Yeah. Okay. Like, re-sign Big Mike and then use the rest of that money. I do like Duggar, and I do like UJ, but not more than T. Higgins. I would, I would make sure you keep Duggar also. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, it's hard. I, Duggar probably his best game. Duggar would be my first. Last week. What this week was? I think so. I think Duggar's had a pretty solid year on the. Whole. I think Duggar's really good. I would, I would keep him. Um, and again, th- this goes back to your like. At some point, you have to establish a nucleus of players that you want to draft, develop, and keep. Yeah. Right. So I think Duggar is one of those guys. If you want you to be one of those guys too, fine. Well, Robin, the Catskills, the reason that this kind of uh, little light bulb over my head is he's talking about the same thing. He said that uh, the Dolphins of Brown just signed key players to reasonable deals, Austin and Delpit. Uh, can we not w- walk and chew bubble gum anymore? Why haven't we already resigned on Wenyu and Duggar? Yeah. I think, I think it's got more to do yeah. with Robert Kraft telling Bill Belichick, only yeah. focus on 2023 I, I agree with you, and Fred. don't touch anything in the future. So let's just say for argument's sake that the new that a new coach comes in and Evan will give you the the traits, but some guy comes in and he wants a whole different kind of offensive lineman than a 340-pound yeah. guard. Yep. I need a different yeah. – I, need I a, mean, not him, but Cole Strange. Like, right. Cole Strange. I, I, need, I need yep. a whole different body type at guard. Yep. Well, well, Bill just gave him a five-year, $65 right. million dollar extension. Right. Well, right. the same thing with if you resign Duggar and you come into camp next year and you have a new defensive coordinator said, I don't need six I don't, safeties, I don't need all safeties. these safeties. I need one, and right. now you're saying right. – I agree with Fred. I think that's Jibril the reason peppers? why you haven't seen yep. – um, Otherwise, they would have been resigned. I, I would jump. I would jump. Oh, I didn't say they would be resigned. Oh, I think so. I think Bill, if he They've had never his, done that. Oh. They, They've the, never the resigned a guy in the last – Five or six weeks of a oh, season. No, no, no. It agency. would have been done earlier. It would have been done over the summer. Yeah. yeah. It would have been I, done earlier. Like Who's Shaq, the last guy that did that? Shaq oh, they, Mason. They did a Shaq Mason. They Jonathan did it with James Jones. Sanders. They did it with Tully Bantikane. <laughs> oh, we're going back Sanders, away. 2005. I don't care, but they've there. done it. That's what I said. When was the last time? We got one. Shaq I got, Mason. I gave you another one. Jonathan Jones did it. Jonathan uh, Jones was a free agent, and he re-signed. No, 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 no. Jonathan yes. Jones. No, oh, the first a, yeah. time. The first time with Jonathan Jones. They okay, were, so again, you're going back six years. No, okay, I'm but going back to 2019. He's still on the ride. Right. Five years. Yeah. So, like, to me, <laughs> get him. wasn't he just a free agent? Yes, he was yes, a free agent. And he re-signed. Yeah. But, but he, he signed, signed an three extension. Year. Yeah, like so the first, but the first recent, yeah. yeah, not the yeah. same. The first yeah. one's not the same. It's not going to be Duggar money. I'd skip. I'd go to Barmore. I'd, I'd extend Barmore this offseason. Like I would get get out of the cycle of letting guys. They get haven't to free done agency, this a lot. Get 
get lately. ahead of the curve. With they used him. to do it all the time. And I mean, just I mean, I even would pitch extend Jabril Peppers instead of signing Duggar. He's another guy who's oh, yeah. played well. So now we're up to twelve for me. He's earned his keep for sure. <laughs> so soon we're going to be up to fifty-three. Fred, how many? <laughs> like, <laughs> all we're all just seven? just out of argument sake. Back. How many guys from a three and ten team do you want back? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. But people think that this team doesn't have talent. It I doesn't. Think, That's think, why they're three and ten. I think these guys have. You need to add to that. But I think these are good middle-class guys and they you know they're good, I, 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 I they're kind good of agree with this players. point in that like <sighs> if this team had the if this team had the quarterback and they had nice. like in these Anthony Jennings would be a functional edge setter the, the quarterback these guys, I agree saying, like, these guys had, would be the Teddy yeah. so I want I want to get I want to get back far I want to go back to get they would wait no I like what Paul just emphasized it can't be a quarterback it needs to be the quarterback and i'll, I'll I mean, go back right now, okay so let's, so talk, like, let's, let's talk about your edge quarterback out of the no, no, let's, tree like, let's talk about your edge setter that. for a second because yeah. i think this is interesting like it's a totally different kind of player anthony jennings has done his job yes better than matthew judon did the job that jennings is doing in terms of stopping the run yes being an yeah. edge setter and being physical at the, the sure. i think that the jump and run defense that's not a coincidence I think he's better at that than Judon was. Mm. Now, you've obviously lost pass rushing prowess. Jennings is not a guy who's going to get you double-digit sacks. So you could make an argument there. Like, all right, well, Judon, you know, he's 30-something, high, you know, big money. He's not coming back for what he's on the books for next year. He ain't playing for that. So you have to decide – do I want to extend? That's why I said, don't yeah. be surprised if he's not part of the team sure. next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's Stephon Gilmore 2.0. Yeah. yeah. You it gave is. him a little money off of next year's contract to satisfy him for this year. He's going to want that it's, back next yeah. year if he's coming back. And I would be okay with, with them moving on from Judon because of all the reasons that you just laid out, his age also being yeah. another one. But I don't see on the roster right now that they have a guy that can replace him. No. no. And I, like, they don't I would agree. Pastors. I would give him money because I think there's – now here's where I'm going to go all Fred. There's value in having the Bobby Hamilton types, not the same kind of player. But, you know, okay, maybe Judon's not that, like, stud pass rusher that's T.J. Watt. Um, but – He's still pretty good. He gives you, as as Evan said earlier, for a new coach maybe wants like a star power kind of yeah. guy, a Pro Bowl caliber player. I would give him money. Right. I, I would I would not do what they did with Gilmore. I would give him a little bit more money. And now maybe you feel keep comfortable keeping Jennings and allowing to pull back on Judon and not forcing Judon to play every snap and manage his snaps a little bit more as or he gets Or figure out older. a way to get them both on the field at the same time. But if, yeah. if, if, if Judon goes – I think goes, I like Mike's point better. But if Judon goes, I think – I mean, what Evan was kind of getting at, that I mean, you just – you have a huge concern about pass rush, and, and then it's like, all right, well, they already Well, right now they already Barmore. really can't rush the pass. Yeah. They don't really Christian get after Barmore. quarterbacks unless they blitz. And that – it's fine for the most part if you – when you have a – a defensive coordinator whether they want to give Bill the credit draw the credit whoever that can dial it up a little bit they have gotten pressure some ways with that but just in terms of like a guy that can just plain win one-on-one yeah. they yeah. don't really have that right now and it's not Keon White and you notice no. the guys who are they're getting pressure on too it's Tommy DeVito it's Mitch Trubisky like they didn't get anywhere near Mitch, uh, Mitch. Herbert oh, oh, right I thought you said something else sorry Mitch <laughs> I, Mitch. I heard the other one too <laughs> Mitchell <laughs> It's, I mean, that's also fair to call him that, too. He goes by Mitch. Uh, one more point Today. I just want to make on this thing, though. Like, 
I got three guys on offense that I like. Three guys, and one's a slot receiver. Andrews might retire. Yeah, you, you know, you got your fourth and receiver, a running back entering the last year of his deal. Yeah, and that's your problem. There's, there's nothing in the center. On the, there's nothing. The on one offense. guy I would maybe add to that who is a free is Hunter Henry. Yeah, who I would I'm be interested in bringing back, but like, uh, with nothing, I, th- I think I can replace I can, him easily. Yeah, I'm without. Easily, I can do without. Can replace him easily. I can do without. I don't. I don't think that that's true. Because like you look at the way that you draft tight ends, like can we just keep Farrell Brown? I think that's oh, too. I mean, Hunter Henry is a better player than Farrell Brown. Uh, it, it, it just you can't. The draft is is a crapshoot at tight end. Like, yeah, you, it's really difficult to get we are one production out of that position. Yeah. So if you don't have any sort of veteran there, like a Hunter Henry, to just keep the seat warm at least, you're really banking yeah. a lot. Well, on this is another one of yours, depending yeah. on the coach. Who was 2010? Who'd they bring in with Gronk and Hernandez when they drafted them? The uh, the vet they had the veteran tight end there, LG oh. Crumpler. Yeah, was that, that the LG Crumpler? Oh, yeah, that yeah. poor guy could not even get out of his seat. <laughs> he was so banged up. Oh my god. The watching him after a game was pain. Is he the guy that every time he got up, it was like. He was like putting himself back together. Oh no! Yeah, uh, yeah. that guy—he was good. He was a good pro. Long he was time just NFL a, or you get He was up. a pro, but like to Evan's point about the tight end, I think there are guys that you can find in the draft, like Green Bay's. You yeah. know, like yeah. they're gonna—they're gonna catch the ball and make some flash plays. Sam Laporta, you know, Sam um, Laporta is having a great year. He's yes. like a phenomenal. That's like this, yeah, phenomenal season. Yeah, but I don't necessarily think. Bill would be gravitating no, toward those like kinds of guys because they he's like you you've hear, you've heard him even talked about Gasicki like that. Well, I think yeah. we have to look at next year without the lens of Bill picking them. That's it's, what I'm saying. It depends. We don't on who know your coach who's going to pick him. So yeah. you know, if you I have just, a coach that has one of these right. sort of um, newfangled Sean McVay or Shanahan offenses, then yeah, I would say fine. Let. Hunter, because Hunter Henry is going to cost you money. Yeah, yeah. I, I would just say that they have to have somebody that is an NFL caliber tight end at that spot, and I just don't know if you can count on that being a draft pick. And I would also say that now you're adding another need, like you're just creating no, another hole. Enough. And I'd roster. be stunned if he wants and to stay. Contract, unless, right? no. no, oh, he isn't. Oh, unless unless they unless they give him a good contract, I don't see him. What if they franchise stay. tag him? It's really expensive. It's, but it's not as expensive as other positions. Tight end is, but is it's one hundred and twenty percent of his salary because it's over the franchise tag. I would just, I would entertain franchise tagging him because it, 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 it's a bridge. Buy right? yourself yeah. a if, if it's I, one year. I get you it. Know, you draft a guy in the middle rounds. You know me. I'm not about the money as long as it doesn't prevent you from spending it elsewhere. Yeah. I'm I, all for it. I, I don't know it what ain't it my is money. exactly at now, but tight end is one of the lowest tag numbers out of all the position groups. Like it's like safety, tight end, off ball linebacker. Like yeah. those are I, like I, the I'm not ones. like I don't have the number, but um, I I believe that because his salary is high. Right now, he would be due 120 percent of that. Not the the his salary would exceed the, because, the franchise because number. his salary is, is more higher. than the top average of the top five. Correct. Right. Yikes. So he would be due if you wanted to franchise him. I think it's 120 percent. Miguel would have that exact number. I'm sure. Right. But so yeah. this year the tag on the tight ends was 11.3 million. That will obviously go up a little bit next year, but it's all inflation relative. Right. So you're there. You're talking. So tight ends, it's uh running backs is um, the cheapest tight end safety. Um, yeah. And special I would, teams is obviously the cheapest. And but, I don't you know. care about money. So <laughs> yeah. I, I would That's do important. it. <laughs> yeah. But I've just, I just wanted to 
throw that stipulation. Well, maybe in Hunter Henry would defer it until uh, yeah, right, <laughs> twenty thirty four. Yeah, I think can they that, do that? That's Is a that crazy be reviewed? story, huh? Shohei Otani. What's he doing? Over I think there? it's more dramatic. I think there's a million guys in that league that do that. Yeah. But I think his Bobby is, Bonilla is still getting paid. His is very like dramatic. I think, I think Manny Ramirez is still yeah, getting paid. You're basically creating an annuity for yourself. Yeah, yeah right, right, but right. his is really dramatic. Two million a year Yeah, for 10 years. And then what if he has like an emergency? But, but I heard he's, on, on top of that two million. An emergency that two million a year is not going to deal with? Well, well they're probably rich people emergencies. His endorsements are making up. I heard he's making 50 million a year in endorsements. Yeah. Well, what Where, if it's a really like big a risk? guy like Bryce Harper makes four or five million a year. In That's crazy. Well, he's probably global. I imagine yeah. he's getting it's, a bunch. Oh yeah. yes, I it's was global. like, I was, it's funny because I've yeah. never really seen Shohei in, in, right. in an ad, but it's probably it's all interna- all yeah. international stuff. Like yeah. when you see like those like United States athletes that do like Japanese ads and stuff, it always looks really weird. But it's probably totally fine with Shohei. Like Tom Selleck <laughs> and Mr. Baseball, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> all right, back well, to the phones. The East Ticket Hotline, Eldred in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? There it is. Hey, lady. Fellas, hey. how y'all doing? Hi. All right. Hey, lady. Hey, uh, Mike. Hey, lady. Hey, what? <laughs> there you go. Bill, Bill apologist again. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's two. One game with Pittsburgh. One game with Pittsburgh. Oh, let's keep it running everything back yeah. again. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's and the greatest it, head coach of all time. I'm not just going to fire him for one bad season, okay? <laughs> greatest head coach of all time. Who, who are you going to hire? Ago, what are you going to go get? Some offensive coordinator who's never won a game in their life? No, thank you. I'm going to stick with Bill Belichick. There's so much parity in the league this year. We're so close, Eldred. We're going to take him one more year. 71 years old. 72. Let's go. <laughs> You're so close. You're delusional. You made Eldred laugh. (laughs) I don't know how you can come back from that, Eldred. (laughs) Stay down, Rock. (laughs) Go to damn town. But no, but but everything wasn't Mac's fault. It's him and Mac. No, I know. And 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 the Ross bill for the last four years. Oh yeah. Come on, you got to do it. You got to do it over again with somebody else. You got to rebuild. Well, that's all I got to say. Y'all have a yeah. good one. All right. Thanks, Eldred. Uh, let's go to Long Island. Mike's there. Hey, Mike. Mike. Uh, that's a tough call to follow. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is like the first time I've called in on this coast. I called in like years ago and I lived out west, whatever. Who cares, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So hypothetically, Great right, story, we got the first or second pick in the draft. Yes. If they're up for it, would you trade that to Justin Herbert? for Justin Herbert because I'm sure Staley's out. Whoever's doing there may want to start fresh. Yes, I would do that. If Absolutely. If the Chargers trade Justin Herbert, they are on crack. I would trade the first yeah, or second overall pick for Justin Herbert in a blink. Him. Yeah, that guy's awesome. I'm and hoping that the guy I take there. at one or two is as good as Justin right. Herbert. Right. Yeah. Yeah, true. That's, that's crapshoot. Yep. Right. So why would the Chargers do that? Well, details. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun talk. I, I'm just I, I'm just trying to keep it real. Like I, you know, if the Chargers trade Justin Herbert instead of ju- getting Justin Herbert a coach that knows what he's doing, and then that organization is just toast. Like they're just never going to be good. They've been toast, brother. <laughs> <laughs> then then they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, uh, thanks a lot, guys. All right, thanks, thanks Mike. Call. Thanks for the call. Love, I would love to have Jay Herbo. Oh. <laughs> Does that, do other people call him that? No, <laughs> just no I think it's just Tamara. my name. <laughs> his we brought it into the pregame show, it, too. Like, his he arm makes is good just... throws. <laughs> He's superbo. Oh, my God. Jay Herbo is superbo. He's no, got long if, hair. If for some reason they did do that, like want to trade him, and then the Patriots didn't have the second pick, and they were able to get Marvin Harrison if he decides to go into the draft and not – go back and try to beat Michigan 
If you got him He's and then Jay Herbo, that'd be wild. Fun. Wild. Wait, how would they get Marvin Harrison Jr. and well, Justin because Herbert? Somehow. Well, listen, if get we come Jay to Herbo fantasy land, the maybe they're just having a fire sale. For the, Patriots. For the second round. The Patriots the second round pick. Get Justin Herbert for a second round pick now. <laughs> so sure. here's the, here's and the question. And get Marvin Harrison. <laughs> the Chargers would, should have to dissolve as a franchise. Right. <laughs> they do would the Crafts be willing to pay Justin Herbert? Just sign that big extension? Mm. Oh, That's a lot of money. Mm. Well, Patriots.com's Evan Lazar says that Drake May is just like Justin Herbert, so I could have the rookie. On contract. A deal. No. There you go. Your contract. Boo. I never boo. <laughs> <laughs> What's the groundswell for Daniels now that he's the Mark? Heisman Trophy? Yeah, oh. you know, I, I, I wrote a little bit about that. Uh, Chase Daniels? Th- Chase. Th- the other day <laughs> because I think that a lot of Patriots fans, and I'm not taking shots at you guys, I'm just telling you how I feel. Uh, I think it's a two quarterback class. It's Caleb Williams or Drake May, and I, I think it's going to be a four quarterback class before this is all said and done. Yeah. I think Penix and Jaden Daniels are going to be first round conversation for sure, especially if Penix plays well in the college football playoff. Like I understand he's got injury history, but I don't know what else Penix needs to do to be considered a, a first round prospect. I mean, the guy's film is unbelievable. And Daniels is, uh, I, I think kind of Lamar Jackson ish, you know, has very similar traits and has, well now has a Heisman trophy, just like Lamar does. So another guy that I think, you know, Lamar went 32nd overall, it was probably a little bit too far ahead of his time. Like if you fast forward that five years, he's not he's not going to thirty second overall. No, and I think that's no. what, what's going to end up happening with Jaden Daniels. Uh, Joe in Ontario, after watching Zappy run the offense for two weeks, I found myself thinking that he looked much more comfortable in the pocket and had a lot more zip on the ball than Mac. The offense looked better with Zappy running it. However, it still looked really bad. How did it come to this? If things look great or even good with Zappy, I would be fine saying the coaching, offensive line, skilled players, etc. are fine and Mac was the problem all along. Or if things looked even worse with Zappy than it did with Mac, I would think that maybe Mac isn't the, that bad and the problem is coaching O-line skilled players. The fact that it looks just a little bit better with Zappy but still looks bad leaves me thinking that Mac is terrible, the coaching is terrible, and the overall talent on our offense is terrible. (laughs) How is it possible that none of the coaching changes, free agency pickups, or draft choices over the past three years have helped this team improve offensively? It seems we didn't even have the beginning of an offense to start building on for next season. Am I wrong? Well, you just kind of talked about that. Because you, you drafted a guard. Well, in, in, the, but in the first round, that guard you think is getting better, Evan. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have to like he's for a guard, he's getting better. I, I but what does it matter? What? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know what it matters, but yeah, his film the last couple of weeks has definitely been better. I, I think most of his mistakes now are more mental than physical, and I, I was worried that he couldn't play yeah. in the league, like starting last year. Now I think that he looks, you know, like he's got the the play strength to play in an NFL offense but uh, you know he's just trying to figure out the line movement and the blitzes and things like that but he has gotten better he's getting it he's yeah the the offense I, I'm gonna defend zappy a little bit I, I I agree it hasn't looked it hasn't looked great with with zappy but I will say he was dealing with a group that Mac never had to deal with on Thursday night he had no Parker yep. he had no Stevenson mm-hmm. he had no Bourne. Like Douglas, no Douglas, you know no, that yeah. Mac didn't Con- have a game. Connor like McDermott at left tackle for the most part, right? No, uh-huh. Trent they Trent split played. Um, what? Not a not the whole game. No, but that's what they've been doing by design. They brought Trent. They didn't bring Trent Brown in until like the second half, right? 
No, they both played. Did they? Okay. Yeah. But my point is the the skill guys are we can all agree lacking. Yeah. You yeah. took half of those skilled guys out of the lineup in this game. I don't think Mac has had many games where he hasn't had first of all he had no games that he didn't have Stevenson and that's the number one weapon that they have. Um he didn't play the first month of the season without Bourne. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I could it's say fair. Douglas wasn't really a huge part, you know, early in the season because he wasn't ready yet and all that. But I, I think Zappi's performance, given what he had, was probably more impressive than anything. And yeah. We kind of we, we've kind of we overlooked um, Zeke in this game. I mean, he was instrumental in in this game. The tackle, right? Yeah, Paul? Oh, the tackle. I mean, well, just, just really got to give it up. To aside him. from the tackle, but like they, you know, they caught offensive him in a player few, making uh, a tackle on a change of possession. They I mean, kept geez. on. They kept on blitzing off the ball and then dropping the edges and they caught TJ Watt and Highsmith in coverage a couple times. I was just like, what are we, Oh, oh what by are the we, way, what are we is there any doubt that TJ Watt played that whole game with a concussion? No, uh. it's, a, no it's another factor in the game. By you the know, way. like he was a shell. Of I, I know and he still was wrecking the running right, game, yeah. but, but ugh, he took a vicious hit to the head with uh, Trent Brown, 60, yeah, 40, 40, by the way, yeah. 60, 40. Yeah. Um, and Trent 60, Trent 40 for McDermott. You know, like there's no there's no doubt he had a concussion and he was just playing. Yeah, an instinct, I would agree. You know, pure instinct. I would agree. That was probably uh, and supposedly he was evaluated. So you wonder what the evaluation's all about there. But and, the, and they put on a dark visor. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mike and I, Mike, Mike and I were going. I wonder what that's for. Yeah. He's going to play the rest of the game in a dark room. No, and he's still every time they pull to his side, he was still ten. Yeah. Hey, the back at the, the end of the third quarter, just this week, can you be a doll and not play renegade? The loud noises really I mean, bother. anyone that bother in my head that could you know pass a concussion test when he has a concussion? It's right. a guy like T.J. Sure. Watt. Yeah. Right. Also, that's like, why they do baseline taste. Let's right. just you know play you know long trap tackle pull to D.J. Watt's side. Like come back to me, Bill O'Brien. Like what what are we what are we pulling to? To T.J. Watt's side for it was the run game plan but, was but terrible. I was, but Horrible. I would say that Bill O'Brien had a good game in the passing game. Sure, yeah, he had a good start to the game. Yeah, I mean they had 84 yards and three first downs in the second half. I know, well, they took the you know pedal off the metal. No, <laughs> they went back to calling bad plays. Well, they go, they went like, conservative. Yeah, they were trying. They got Fred, conservative. Fred. What they did didn't work. I don't care. Like, well, when you don't have talent, every 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 de- coaching decision becomes a bad one. You know, if guys can't execute, yeah. you know. I think a big part of this game, honestly, was that Juju finally looked like the guy that they signed in March. Thank like, you. Like that was a huge part of it too. And I've been clamoring like the throw that Zappy made on the play action pass, just the crosser over the middle to Juju that he cut up. Yeah, yeah like he's right? not he's not wide open by any means. He's pretty covered, but like Juju's a, a big physical guy that can box out at the catch point and make some of those tougher catches. And they just haven't had a quarterback that's had the confidence to Step try to in fit it and in and rip there. it. And Zappy yeah. ripped that one. Yep. That yeah. was a good throw. Yeah. Uh, said it at the time. Spee and Fresno Mike was very um, has the needle moved as to whether Zappi is your backup quarterback next year. Maybe a little, but it seems like a big fat maybe to me. He's 3-1 and one as a starter, but 1-3 and three in his last four halves. Anyway, how concerned are you about the Patriots winning their way out of a top five pick or even mm. out of the top ten? As Paul would say, I'm a scared. A top ten. Mm-hmm. Top 10. I'm not oh, even. Geez. I'm not scared. No. I'm not even remotely even thinking about that as a possibility. Yeah. I also just feel like we operate with the draft under the the bill prism of like we could never possibly trade up in a draft. Like that would never happen. 
And so, like, fans are freaking out over being, like, two versus being five or something like that. It's like any other normal organization would just trade up and draft the quarterback. So, like, don't worry about it. But at the same time, I guess if if Mike gets his wish and Bill's back, then we are going to have to (laughs) worry about it. This is going to become a thing. Uh, Well, I mean, but everybody's saying – I could make it one if you'd like. Like like that that somebody's going to trade up to one to get the quarterback. I mean, everybody's kind of talking about that. You know, I I think that's a huge – I think that's a – Huge call for Chicago. Like, yeah. me too. first of all, do they stick with Poles and Eberflus or however you pronounce yeah. his name? Eberflus. Um, if they stick with that, do they decide to roll the dice and do the Giants thing with Justin Fields, who has played better lately? Yeah, but, but he's still like so up like, and down okay. that it's kind of yeah. maddening. So like he's still he's got, got a he, terrible record. I, I just still turns the ball yeah. over. Like How if much you is put he worth if you, tra- if you trade him? I don't know because, but if you put Justin Fields in this draft class. I, I think that he's probably the second best quarterback in the class. Like just Justin Fields coming out of Ohio State versus the guys now. I'd still probably put Caleb ahead of him, but like mm. he he's a really talented I, prospect. I, I like him a lot. I think he is getting better, but I think he's still. You know what worries me the most about him is how much he fumbles. Mm. I can't believe how many times he fumbles. Um, and for a guy who runs as much as he does, you can't fumble like that. It, does he have small hands? I, I don't know, but <laughs> mind you talk into the mic so it's everybody like else can hear how, wrists. how much of his lack of success is his coaching? A lot of it. I, I think, think that's yeah. a big part of so it. So maybe I mean, you just right. change the coaches, keep the players, try to get Marvin like, Harrison Jr. And right. give, him, give him a but weapon. How, how about so you – Because then you have DJ Moore and you trade. You, so you trade down at one. Because you decide, I'm I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to stick with Justin Fields. You trade down at one. So let's say you get, Martin I don't Harrison. know, four. Okay? Mm-hmm. Plus whatever else you're going to get for that. You're not just swipping, yeah. you know, switching spots from four to one. So let's say you get four plus a first-round pick maybe next year plus a second-round pick this year that will be at the top of the second round. You know, whatever. Just spitballing. You get Marvin Harrison, and then your own pick is going to be what, Eight. Yes, well, they're five yeah. right now. Yeah. They're five right they're now. Five okay, right now. so let's just say it's like you two, know somewhere between five picks? and ten, right? Yeah, Olo Fushanu. You know, I get a tackle, so maybe the guy doesn't have to run for his life all the time. Yeah, prosper. You it's know, they're they're like there are worse positions to be in. I think yeah. Chicago's only argument from re- is resetting the clock on the on the rookie contract, mm. but. Even because you're going into year four now at Justin Fields. Yeah, you're going to get Daniel Jones. You're going to have to pay him at some point, and he's probably going to be at least in the starting quarterback tier. I'm not, he's not going to be $50 million a year, but he's probably going to be in the 25 to $30 million a year range. And right. So that's the only argument. That's a guy you can franchise. Yeah. You know, it's a lot, but, but then you know, it, buys you another, it buys you another year. See if you want to give him If that. he yeah. shows the uh, – yeah. The promise. Joe and Warwick, New York, a message to the people who are worried that winning a few games may mess up our position in the draft. Enjoy the games we win. If we drop a few spots in the draft, uh, it will just mean we'll trade down for two second-round picks in a future first compared to three second-round picks in a future first round. He's making, He's making fun of Bill Belichick, who probably will not be around to do that trade. Right. But if the Patriots have unless the, Mike this gets is his way. another concern, right, is that if the Patriots have the second overall pick and Bill's the one picking, he's trading down all day, every single day. And he'll, they'll make the argument that they so now, they want to kill it more. Now they have this, yeah. you know, whole war chest of picks that mean nothing until you turn them into players. And yeah. uh, they like would definitely – Definitely be trading. Uh, Chad in Atlanta, I honestly don't know what to think anymore. I don't either. Is it un- <laughs> is it unrealistic at this point to hope for a top three pick since playing hard for the coach and players 
fe- players feeling good after a win seems more important than the future of this team. I'm sure that someone is going to chime in with, what do you expect them to do? And to that, I will just say, Bill the Genius, someone known for skirting the rules, could find a way to keep them in the top three if he wanted. <laughs> but what, I, I don't know why people are so worried about falling out of the top three. But I also just like, what do you want them to do? Like, do you want... Right. Well, he wants them to... to clearly, he wants them to not try. Just forfeit. He just but, said it. But again, like, this is... But I don't, I don't know the, why... It, it doesn't behoove anybody on the roster that is currently on the team to not try. They are yeah. playing for jobs no, in I, the I, NFL. Don't, right. bring, don't bring logic to the argument. So, like, <laughs> whether it's for this year or it's next year or it's for free agency or whatever it is, they have to put good film out there so that other teams will employ them so that Where they can be employed. Where would you put their, their, yeah. per, their performance on Thursday in Pittsburgh, independent of the other team? Just tell me what you think. Rate the Patriots' performance in comparison to the other 12 games. Oh. How would you say the Patriots played uh, they, Thursday? I mean, like rank it or like, I mean I don't. I just feel like things came together. They got uh, a mid, great mid, start. Mid, and middling. They, you think that was a middling performance for the 2023 Patriots? Yeah. They've played seven games better than that. No, I would say. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, as good. Okay, like, I think it's the I, second I would, best game I, I saw say, them play all year yeah. behind Buffalo. I would, yeah, I was going to say Bills sure. in the night. But you got to yeah. you got to take first half, but not second half. Yeah, yeah. but I'm t- I'm just taking the Overall, game in right. balance. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought the defense, you know, came up with two stops when only a field goal would have tied it. They yep. came up with two fourth down stops. Um, I thought they put three touchdowns on the board in the first half, which they haven't really done three touchdowns in games very often. Nope. I thought it was the second best game they played all yeah. year. I think Agreed. that's fair. The other yeah. team was asleep. Yeah. To Fred's <laughs> point, was asleep. And they won by three. <laughs> and if the other team had a quarterback and could make a throw, yeah. not an easy throw, but a throw, you might not even have done that. On the last fourth down of the plate, which, by the way, was an asinine call. With that quarterback asking him to throw deep to Deontay Johnson on that play was oh. ridiculous. Wasn't that a fourth and two? Fourth and two. Yeah. Oh, you should yeah. have seen that. That's one of those where, like, oh, boy, look at the, you know, the I don't want to say it because we're in mixed company. Cojones? Look at the courage that they have to do that, you know. <laughs> Testicular fortitude. <laughs> so oh, I, I just play, look at the I don't play design know. on that play was putrid. I, I, like, it, it, was, it was terrible. So, it was terrible like, in every way. But I just don't know why. I don't. Did everybody think they were going two and fifteen? Because like they right. won a game, and now everybody's like, "Oh no! What happens if we fall out of the top <laughs> yeah. ten? No, yeah. but at this time in the like, s- no, you didn't think overall, but at this time of the season, you could see, you could, you could Fred, understand I didn't pick if like, I didn't pick them to the win team the game. fell apart, no. and they're not falling apart. Uh, uh, Sergio, close. Sergio, really Cal- close. Sergio in California, right? Yeah, coaches leaving a month before the season's over. It's close. Sir- <laughs> we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> Sergio I mean, in California writes in short-sighted, irrelevant win without purpose, <laughs> suicide for future draft for a franchise quarterback, absolutely short-sighted. If they continue with this stupidity, many years of purgatory coming. Okay. let's. I let's, think that was a little tongue-in-cheek, right? But, I don't know. but can we talk about the, ro- the yeah, Ross, Ross Douglas yeah. thing? Because I think that's way more interesting than that's that email. Syracuse. I, the Ross Douglas thing is is interesting to me because it 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 does feel a little Titanic-y, right? Like we're just. I don't remember that. I mean, you guys coach. would know better than me. I don't remember a coach ever leaving in the middle. I mean, I'm sure For the it's Patriots. Happened. Yeah, I don't has know. he I, left I, I, already? Yes. yes, he's gone. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. But a co- you you said you've never heard of you know a coach doing that for the there's Patriots. Been, yeah, for the Patriots, there's been no need to be looking for a new job. I mean, he's getting ahead. Oh of no, the curve they've had here. a lot of guys that have gotten jobs during the season. They just have stayed. Right. They no, stay no, until the end. But I'm saying this is the first one that I've ever seen that got a job and left. 
Well, they got to start recruiting. Yeah. Transfer portal's open. He's got things to yeah. do. But um, <laughs> I, I will say, no, like, but that's, but that's I wouldn't wait. Point. I yeah. wouldn't. I mean, I personally would not wait until the end of the season till Black Monday to find out I don't have a job anymore. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not yeah. get out of here. No, now. he could accept the job. He just doesn't leave until the season. Transfer right. portal's open. He's got to get no, on the road. No, no. Yeah. Things have changed. <laughs> He's You're a right. wide receivers right. coach. Yeah, you got things to do. He's not the head coach. He's not in the portal. He's recruiting wide receivers. Yeah, do you think that that was met with? Were they kind of pissed about that, you think? I don't. I'm told no. No. I'm told they wish him well. I think they wish him well in terms of. He's a great guy. I mean, that's. I mean, I don't. I've never spoken uh, to the man. I don't know. Troy Brown's. So we spoke to assistants before uh, we we started the show here today. He wasn't available. And, uh, well, yeah, he's not here anymore, (laughs) which to Fred's question. Ross Douglas is usually available with the assistants, and he wasn't today for obvious reasons. Uh, Troy Brown did say that it was unexpected, though. Like, he said that they were a little blindsided by it. Yeah. I Um, mean, to be fair, I would be looking for a job. Like uh, oh, Adrian Clem yeah. did the same <laughs> like, thing in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah you're, you're, I would be looking for a job. You're using your burner phone. <laughs> I would be looking for yeah. a job. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I totally agree, Tamara. I would be looking. I'm not holding it against no, Ross Douglas no. professionally. I think he probably sees the writing on the wall, and he wanted to, to get out in front of it. I'm just saying. Do I also do I want to be? I, I just want to hesitate with the whole like. You know, Ezekiel Elliott, man, do you believe they threw an interception and he tried to tackle the guy who was returning it? <laughs> I mean. Like Ben Watson ran 120 <laughs> yards to chase down Ch- Champ Bailey, and it was a touchback. That, that was, a, but but that was, a, wh- but whatever. it was a notable. touchback. It was a notable. It effort. was a touchback. <laughs> whatever the result of the play, that was a truly special individual effort on a play that deserves to be talked about in reverence the way it has been for 15 years. And a and a. Ezekiel Elliott was the last guy back, had the angle of pursuit, and made a tackle. And my God. Uh, they're two and ten. Do you believe he made that tackle? Three it's Ezekiel Elliott. We're, we're looking for anything. Also, was there ten. any room for now? At the time, here, they were two and ten. Was there any room here for growth? I mean, he's, was he going to be the co-wide receiver yeah, coach with I Troy Brown? I, I, I think that's an interesting point too, because I saw a lot of people say that he's a it's a lateral mover, even because he's going to college. Uh, I'm even. told it was not a lateral move in, in uh, salary. No, it, it, it wasn't a lateral move in any way because he's going. First of all, here he's the assistant wide receivers yeah. coach. Right. So now he's going to go run the room in Syracuse, and apparently he's also going to have some input on the direction Plus, of the offense, they, too. these guys need a safety net. They're they're assuming that yeah. the whole place is going right. to get blown I mean, up at the end of the season. It's the worst offense. And I'm not going to have a job, so if I'm given a place to go, I'm going to take yeah. it, a bird in the hand. And, and the wide receivers have been particularly bad here, yeah. so you wonder if he's looking at it and saying, even if they keep Bill, like, is Troy going to be here? Like, right. what's, Was he mic'd up at the Shrine Bowl? Like? Was he one of the guys? Yeah, that's yeah. where I first heard him, and then we talked yeah. to him, I think, like, in the offseason when they had just, I mean, I haven't had a lot of experience with him, but he just, you know, he's one of those guys has just constant energy and just mm-hmm. yep. on all the time. Yep. All right, listen. It's been fun. It's been a good show. But we've got Are another. Are we done already? We've got another chance to do it tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow at <sighs> two, we'll turn our attention we probably to, talk about to the Kansas City teams. Chiefs. Yes. Will they lose three games in a row, <laughs> or will they bounce back? Will the Patriots win two in a row? Will Taylor Swift? No. Win? Yeah, that's the biggest question. Is Taylor Swift coming? Uh, I don't a, know. She missed this game. I but haven't heard. Ca- but in bigger news, Zappi is not a Taylor Swift fan. Good. Yeah. Somebody asked Bill O'Brien today. Somebody actually it. had the nerve to say they weren't a Taylor Swift no. fan. That's I know. that takes <laughs> no. that takes balls. We, I'll we're, say it right now. We're you're, you're absolutely right. In this cancel culture, right. uh, <laughs> cancel culture. He likes hunting hogs. Yep. All right. See you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. 
Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The World's Original Podcast.